Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic Organic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. AVR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
evening, folks, and welcome once again to another edition of the Contenders for the Faith radio broadcast. I am Pastor Anthony Grissy, broadcasting to you live from the great state of Arizona. It's beautiful out there, folks. Just having a blast out here because of the Lord Jesus Christ, um, enjoying God's creation and the great privilege to serve Him. Uh, folks, we are a show that's dedicated to tackling controversy and conspiracy directly related to Christianity, and we do all this from a biblical perspective because we believe that old King James Bible is our final authority in all matters of faith and practice. That's right. From politics to pop culture, we believe that Bible, that Bible has all the answers. Now, some of you are clinging to the old originals, even though you've never seen it before. And, and, and I'm just going to say this. We have no doubt that the originals were inspired and inerrant, but they do us absolutely no good. It's God's preservation and promise of preservation that gives us something today to hold on to, to read, to live by, a more sure word of prophecy, the old scripted word of the King James Bible. And uh, we stand on that today. Well, good to have you along with us tonight. We've got lots to talk about. Good to have that main tower brain power, Jason Burton, the research director of the Ecclesiastical Law Center. That's right. The, uh, he, is, he is harassed and harried, but he's still going at it faithful. And uh, we praise the Lord for him. Jason, good to have you on the air. You saw the thing on the news. I saw it, and I can't pass it up. All right? Just, it's, a little, it's a little blessing from God you get every once in a while. And it happened down there in San Diego, and um, oh my goodness, I just, folks, you got to watch the video. It's a classic, absolute classic. Yeah, it's great. Anytime the perpetually offended get offended, and in a public way, it's always <laughs> enjoyable, isn't it? Um, sure we live is. in a time where perpetual offendedness is a is a lifestyle for a lot of people, and uh, what what are we talking about, folks? We are talking about the national anthem. Apparently, there was a gay men's choir in San Diego that was getting ready to sing the national anthem, and instead of putting on a track to play the music in the background for them to sing with, they apparently got a different track that had a woman's voice <laughs> singing the national anthem, and it's just wonderful. And there was there were uh, there were reports that as they were walking off the field because they didn't get to sing the national anthem. It was all played over the intercom to this woman's voice. <laughs> and there were some people in the crowd that were saying, you sing like a girl. <laughs> oh, what a blessing. See, folks, this was um, the San Diego Padres at Petco Field. They were having pride in the park night. That means they were trying to be inclusive and to honor the horrible perversion that has permeated our nation and is being shoved down our throats or die, basically. And, and, and the funny thing is, is whoever did it did not correct the mistake. And it could have been done, Jason. You play it and you realize, oh, wrong, wrong track, cut it, and then, you know, play whatever the background is. Now, the San Diego Padres came out and apologized. They said, well, we investigated and we found that there was no foul play at all. <laughs> well, what else did they expect the, uh, whoever was in charge of the uh, sound production to say? I mean, Jason, I would just simply do it on purpose and look at him and say, oh, man, I, you know, I was halfway through sorry. the mistake, and I just did, yeah, sorry. Now, they, they said they fired him, but 
They did. Hey, talking about talk about going out in style. Man, you, that you, is that is so intolerant. That is so non-inclusive. <laughs> that is so yeah. uh, you know so uh, bigoted for them to fire that person like that. You see, that's oh, the yeah. problem. These people are are, are extremely one-sided and uh, they're hypocritical. And sure. so to fire somebody for something like that, you know what it would have been. Really, I don't know how I would have responded to it if the perpetually offended would have come out and said, you know what, it wasn't that big a deal. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> it's fine. Hey, stuff happens, right? But yeah, no, they're well, not going to do that. Of course not. They think the world owes them everything on a silver platter, and they will take any opportunity to get offended that they possibly can. But I just thought it was really, really funny. By the way, what is homophobic about about somebody yelling at a uh, at a – a sodomite, you sing like a girl. How is that being afraid of homosexuals? Yeah. Oh, well, I know they'll twist it in some way, but uh, that's, oh, that's just the everything. way they do it. They label everything that seems to be in opposition to them as homophobic, or hater, intolerant, bigoted, as they basically squelch any voice of opposition. Good grief. They would have demanded the head of whoever did this mistake, at, which I don't think was a mistake at all, at Petco Field. But Petco, or the San Diego Padres said it was a mistake. So, you know, it's a mistake, man. And you got to look at it from whoever was doing the production at the time saying, look, it, we played it halfway through. If we'd have cut it, it'd have made it worse. <laughs> well, that's what I would have said. You know, I would have said the like, same yeah, thing. Well, you know what? You know, we didn't We didn't want to do any disrespect to the <laughs> national anthem. So we didn't want to stop it in the middle. And, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah so, if, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense to me. But, uh, and you know. Just invite him back. But. There's going to be lawsuits and all sorts of stuff like that. Hey, that's the world we live in. Welcome to 21st century America, where apparently being perpetually offended makes you lots of money and gets you lots of attention, which is all those people are about. All those sicko, wacko, demented, disease-addled brain sodomites, right? Yep, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it, uh, I was reading one of the comments and said, I guess these boys just need a league of their own. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pop culture reference for some of you folks out there. But anyway, it's obviously an awkward situation. If it wasn't for the fact that there was a bunch of sodomites in the middle of the field, otherwise, I guys, I'd have to say that that was priceless. And whoever was fired, you went out on top. Good for you, man. Good for you. I wish I'd have been there. I'd, I would have, I would have been joining the choruses. Wow, you guys sound like girls. But um, I wouldn't have gone if it was a pride in the park night. I'd have stand outside preaching. It may have actually, it may have actually been a mistake. That's the thing. And that's it when, when been. you get around these special interest uh, uh, groups that wear their feelings on their sleeves and yeah. they cause other people to lose their jobs because of a mistake because they think that they have to be perpetually offended. Have these people ever thought? in their entire lives that they could have just said, oh, well, you know what, things happen, and then just walk away from it. You know what, that is what the rest of us do with our everyday life. It's That's like, right. you just let it go. Give me a break. It's not about you. But with them, guess what? It is all about them. Sure it is. And if they're not sure the center is. of attention, if uh, somebody slights them, even imagined, then guess what? They lose their real livelihood. We're talking... If that guy lost his job, we're talking about a guy who's probably supporting, well, at least himself, but maybe a family, and trying to feed them, and then he makes a mistake, and these sodomites get all, uh, you know, they're all worked up about it, and then he gets fired. 
man, that's a horrible culture to have to it live in. It is a horrible culture, and, and it is an inconsistent culture in the fact that if they had made the mistake, as society shows, every once in a while they say something that's, I mean, vile and mean, which is all the time, but whenever they do, they get the pass, you know? Well, you know, we, they make a mistake every once in a while. Let them go, you know? But not for us. Not, not, when, you're, not when you're not a sodomite. And that, by the way, is what we see in Genesis chapter 19. Genesis chapter 19, the attitude of Sodom and Gomorrah is, um, who, who made you to be a judge over us? That was the argument they gave to Lot. You know, and all Lot said was, look, I'm taking care of these two guys in my own house and, you know, here, have my daughters. And they're like, who do you think you are anyhow? They immediately took offense to whatever that, Lot said. It didn't matter. Interesting. That never yeah. occurred to me about Genesis 19. They're like, don't judge me. Yeah, that's exactly here it. They're trying to break the door in. That's exactly yeah. what the Sodomites are doing now, right? So they, so they say, well, look, we're offended because you won't allow us to do this. Now what has that uh, you won't allow us to do gotten to in our, our country? is this. You won't allow us to expose your uh, preteen children in the schools to our wicked and abhorrent lifestyle, and therefore you are being judgmental of us. That's exactly yeah. what's happening. Wow. Yep. That's fast. Well, here's the verse. And they said, now here's what Lot says. Lot went out of the door unto them and shut the door after him, Genesis 19.6, and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Behold, now I have two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you, which, what a scuzz bucket, man. Come on, Lot. And do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing. For therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. And they said, I mean, he's offering them his daughters of all things. And they said, stand back. And they said again, this one fellow came in to sojourn, and he will needs be a judge. Now we will deal worse with thee and then with them. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. So they called him a judge. He, he, they, they call him judgmental. And let me just say this. For all the Christians, quote-unquote, in these modern churches that think that the great sin of our society is being judgmental, well, you, ha- you are in good company today. You're, you are what's permeating the sodomite agenda. You. That's it right there. I mean, if I were to go to Expedition Church, I'll name names. I don't give a rip. I'll go to um, I go to Ponderosa Bible, uh, Mountain Bible, and um, you know, uh, uh, First Assembly, and and uh, if you were to criticize anything they do, they uh, stop judging me. Half the people that's left our church, Jason, they didn't like us being judgmental. Well, you're judging me. You know, I didn't come here to have my sins preached against. Who made you a judge over me? Well, you know, along with the feminist movement, I'd have to say these guys are also responsible for the sodomite agenda uh, that is being shoved down our throats in our society. uh, The mindset of the sodomites has been taken on into your average uh, church. To where, yeah. you know, you're not allowed to say anything about anybody doing anything unless they're a Christian, in which case you can uh, just be full-throated persecuting them. I mean, yeah. screaming at them about how they're, how intolerant they are. And it's just fascinating. To point out their logical inconsistencies is such a simple task. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't make a difference in today's day and age because the minority is truly oppressing and being the Lord over the majority. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it's because there's money involved in special interests and all that kind of stuff. 
Yep, absolutely. Well, folks, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Contenders for the Faith Radio broadcast. I'm Pastor Anthony Grissy, and alongside me tonight, Jason Burton, Research Director Hi. of the Ecclesiastical Law Center. Uh, Jason, you are just a week away from hosting the uh, annual ELC conference at the Cornerstone Historic Baptist Church in Union City, Indiana. This is June 6th through the 9th. That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. It's is it two weeks? Two weeks. It two is, weeks, you're yeah, right. It is two weeks. Because I got a lot of preparation to do. <laughs> <laughs> you made me panic there for a second. Yes, it's June 6th through the 9th. And I tell you, I've heard back from a lot of pastors and a lot of folks saying that they're going to make it in for the meetings. This could very well be one of our best attended meetings, um, you know, since I've been involved with the ELC for the past five years. And so we're really looking forward to seeing what the Lord is going to do. We've got a number of speakers that are going to be Um, preaching to us. We also have a number of uh, folks giving presentations during the day. We're going to have things for the kids. We're going to have things for the uh, teenagers, hopefully. We're going to have things for the families and for the men and for the women and for everybody. It's just going to be a good time in the Lord. And we're going to encourage each other as we stand in this evil day against the uh, wickedness that is going on in our churches by handing our churches over to the state and putting them under the authority of the government when they ought to be under the authority of Jesus Christ. Uh And that's what the ELC is all about. I'm glad you brought that up because we're going to talk about that. putting them under the government. The ELC is not about that. The ELC is is about uh, making Christ preeminent over all things in the church. Well, I think anybody who's listened to this show for any length of time knows where we stand on this. And I'm glad you brought it up because I'd like to talk a little bit more about that for this show. Um, But, folks, we want to see out there. That's June 6th through the 9th. You know, listen, if you're whining about not being able to find a church, and I'm using the term whining, um, why don't you come out there to the ALC conference? You might see a pastor there. You might uh, hear some good preaching, and you might find a church. Because there's, uh, there's uh, going to be you're gonna see some good pastors. Yeah, good California to, to New York and all yeah. points in between. We're going to have pastors that are going to be here. So, if yeah, that's excellent advice to give. If you can't find a church in your area, more than likely you're going to meet somebody that's from not too far away. Yeah, it could be time for you to move, folks. It could be time for you to move. Anyways, uh, Jason, this this article I couldn't pass up, and honestly, it it's not that big of a deal, but it is. It's it's kind of a teller of what what's really going across the pulpits. And and I'm gonna give you the article and then talk about an experience I had this week and uh, try to tie the two together. But this is from Run One News Now. Um, uh, website and it's entitled Mega Church Pastor Preaches God Made Two, Not Three Genders. And this is how it starts off First Baptist Church Senior Pastor Robert Jeffress took a strong biblical stance while recently addressing the volatile debate going on in American cities over transgender access to the restrooms. And then the article goes on to the, uh, the most basic message uh, on this subject. Honestly, this. It does. It doesn't take much to see what's wrong with the whole transgender agenda, all right, or the homosexual agenda. Now we we like to pick on it because it is an easy target. It needs to be thumped on, and it has some dire consequences for the country. But standing against it, Jason, I'm not trying to be mean. It's hardly a strong stance. So yeah, being able to point out that. Um, 
transgender is sinful, it's wicked, it's, it's perverted, it's vile, pointing out that the homosexual lifestyle is vile, pointing out that the gay agenda is vile and abominable and all that. There's really, there's, there's re- really nothing notable about that, guys. This is so basic that our country has not had to deal with it and didn't think, uh, preachers of old didn't need to deal with it up until the last 10 years. I mean, you go ahead and search your history books, Jason. Look at the Baptist preachers that had stood in pulpits and look at the things they wrote back in the 1600s, the 1700s, 1500s. You're not going to find much addressed to this kind of garbage that we're seeing right now because it didn't need to be addressed. Kind of like um, the whole argument, where was in God we trust on our money prior to 1950? Well, it didn't have to be on our money because we already trusted in God. And yet now this seems to be the strongest stance that pastors can make and it's notable especially these mega church pastors good grief you're a baptist pastor and you're considered a conservative because you took a stand against transgender access to the restrooms i mean is this something that you would even have to consider for your church building or would it be if you're a corporate church so maybe if this is a big stand because of the fact that they are so yoked up with the state to begin with, and there is the possibility of these things actually entering into their public assemblies. Jason? Well, that is an excellent point and an excellent topic to discuss, because we all know where this is heading. Now, this is something that uh, preachers have been warning, true Bible preachers have been warning about over the last 10 years, is that we would get to this point, and people were like, oh, you know, if you would have mentioned this to somebody 10 years ago that we would be discussing on a federal level whether or not it was okay for men to use women's restrooms and vice versa, um, they, it would have been unbelievable to most people. But those of us who have uh, been paying attention, to the direction that things are going, we have seen that this is the ultimate agenda, is to put the most vile wickedness in the most accessible places in order to be able to recruit our children to their vile lifestyle. Now, um, with regard to the corporate church, the corporate church only has power in so much as it, it obeys the government. Now, as of right now, this particular moment, it is not the law of the land that a person should be allowed to use the restroom opposite of their biological gender, okay? Um, I can't even believe we're talking about this, to be honest with you. This is just sick, vile, and disgusting. But I'll tell you this. When it becomes the law of the land, whether through the courts or whether uh, it's through something that Obama does. You know, he just sent out a letter to every single public school in America saying that it is now the law in that school uh, that they are to allow people that identify with a different gender into uh, the opposite restroom, um, or they would lose their federal funding, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not far behind that places of other public accommodation will have to uh, to toe the line. Now, a corporate church does not have an option as to whether or not they want to do this. You see, they've already sold their soul. They've already asked for a different boss than Jesus Christ in their church. They've already submitted to an authority other than God. They've submitted to the government. And therefore, in order to retain their corporate status and their 501c3 status, which are separate, by the way, in order to... uh, 
retain those, they're going to have to do exactly what the government tells them, either that or it's going to cost them a lot of money, okay? Yeah. And as we have seen, churches in America have been able to somehow capitulate to everything the government has tried to force a church to do if that church, if that church is incorporated. And we've seen the vast majority. Now, there are a few pastors who used to be uh, pastors of corporate churches who have seen the inconsistency in that and who have unincorporated their churches. We know of several. But, uh, but there are many, many more who will say, well, we just simply can't get rid of our corporate status because we couldn't have a church otherwise. And so, at least in this point, we have to do what the government is telling us to do. But when they cross this line, and they'll name another line, then then we'll unincorporate. But the fact is, while there's still money involved, and while there is still uh, power and kingdom building and and trying to to build these great uh, Baptist empires or whatever you want to call them, there is going to be compromise. And you know what? Those are going to be the ones that are speaking out the loudest against those of us who have decided that Jesus Christ is to be the head of his church and not to yes. share that with the government. Absolutely. Um, from, from a biblical perspective, Jason, the, the devil has always had his interest in religion. Yeah. All right? He's not, he's not interested he in the bars. Worship. He's, sure. he's not in the bars. He's not in the, uh, the dance halls. He's not in the, uh, the, you know, the, the, the liquor store. That's where you expect him. He's not in any of those places where he wants to be as the church. He's always wanted it. When, when, when Jesus Christ starts his ministry in Matthew chapter 4, the Bible says he goes to the wilderness, and in Luke, it reveals that for 40 days while Jesus fasted, Satan tempted him. And then after the 40 days, Satan tempts him with three things. And all three of these things, I believe if you study the scriptures, you'll see that Satan's just trying to give Jesus Christ something before his time. And Jesus Christ wouldn't take any of it. Because Jesus Christ had to go uh, up a hill and bear a cross and be sacrificed on that cross first. And then what Jesus Christ gives to the saints of God today is the same thing. We bear a cross, not a crown. All right? We don't look for a position of power and authority. And these mega church pastors, Jason, are looking for power and authority. And when they see the government shifting and making positions like this, or taking uh, taking to, um, taking rights away and enforcing certain things, they they see their crown being threatened. When the truth is, the church isn't supposed to be looking for a crown in this life. We're not looking for a kingdom. We're not looking for a small crown. We are to take up a cross. Satan said to Jesus Christ, look, I'll give you everything, just bow down and worship me. Satan says to Jesus Christ, just jump off this, ta- this, this high tower, and when you come down, the angels will catch you, and it'll prove that you are what you are. And then Satan says, look, turn this bread into, or turn these stones into bread. He said, if thou be the Son of God. In all three cases, and we give a shallow address to it. Well, Jesus was hungry, so Satan tempted him with the lust of the flesh. That's not it at all, because Satan says, if thou be the Son of God. All he's trying to do is, look, um, this is your chance to show that you truly are a king. Take it now. And it wasn't time yet. 
Jesus had to be the lamb first. And the church thinks they're supposed to be kings today. That's why they like the, um, the subsidies from the government. That's, that's, that's why they like their mega church buildings. We'll get to it in the second half. Jason, I'm, I'm on a roll now. All right, folks, this is the Contenders for the Faith radio broadcast. And I'm Jason Burton and, of course, Pastor Anthony Garissi on the other side there. And uh, we will be right back after this short break. Jump into the chat room. In the meantime, theamericanvoice.com. Click on that button that says chat and give yourself a super secret identity. Jump in there with the rest of the folks. All right, we'll see you back here in just a minute. needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. 
Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. from heaven, a clear word from God, a sermon of conviction, straight from the heart. I've been hearing other preachers say I don't have to change. The most eloquent of speakers tell me I'm okay, but it hasn't eased my conscience. And I know it's not the truth So when you stand before us Can I count on you? Oh preacher You say you want to be my friend Don't be afraid to call my sin What it is And preacher Tell me I can overcome only by the blood of the Lamb. Don't tell me like I wish it was. Preacher, tell me like it is. So open up the Word and let the Spirit lead. Preach until I've heard God speak to me. About my feelings, don't worry about my shame. Just preach the cross of Jesus and that I'm to blame. Oh, preacher, you say you want to be my friend. Don't be afraid to call my sin what it is. And preacher, tell me I can overcome. Be afraid to call my sin what it is. And preacher, tell me I can overcome, 
Welcome back to the Contenders for the Faith radio broadcast. I am Jason Burton in Union City, Indiana, and of course in the big squeaky chair flanked by the Cedars of Lebanon with the Library of Alexandria in his very, very large office. The only megachurch pastor in Payson, Arizona, the pastor of Payson First Baptist Church, Pastor Anthony Garissi. Yeah, well, I wouldn't call it mega, but um, we're having a mega time, so... And um, having a blast, serving Christ. We had a great time Saturday, Jason. Uh, we had a youth rally and uh, True Vine Baptist Church in Glendale and the Lookout Mountain Baptist Church uh, in North Phoenix brought their young folks up uh, to our church because they just wanted to get out of the heat. But uh, we had a blast. We had great preaching. Uh, you can actually hear Brian Miller's message on YouTube. Uh, Payson First Baptist Church audio, and uh, and I'll tell you, Jason, you 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 you've never seen Brian like like this because he gets oh, yeah. so he got so excited and Brian starts hollering and man, I thought he's going to run the aisles, but he he preached on the five lies that are told to our young folks, and he did just a fantastic job. We had a great Amen. time of fellowship. It's good to be around Pastor uh, Pastor Ware and Pastor Basinas. Um, and uh, we appreciate their encouragement. And, boy, it was just a grand old time. You know what? In this life, it may get tiring every once in a while, but I cannot ever see myself living anything else. I, I can't even imagine living just solely for money or even living for an, an American revolution or living to uh, turn the liberties of our country back to – I, I can't even imagine living just for those things. Living a life for Christ and Him alone is the greatest life ever. And, you know what? It uh, really is, Pastor. It really is. And folks, if you have not received Christ as your personal Savior, turn to Him in faith and repentance, then you know what? You're, not, you're missing out for eternity. That much we know for sure, because the Bible tells us that we need to receive the Lord Jesus Christ, or our eternal destination is paying the penalty for our sin in hell. But, yeah. folks, it's a sweet life here on Earth, too. It is. It is. Even when you're tired, it's it's worth it. It's worth it because the Bible says you'll reap in due season if you faint not in Galatians chapter 6. Now, folks, you can contact Jason or myself via email. Jason is refreshedaz at hotmail.com. That's refreshedaz hotmail.com, or you can do uh, you can email me, pastor at paceandfirstbaptistchurch.net, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'll do our best to reply. If you've got, um, you've got uh, questions in regards to the church and incorporation of that, I encourage you to email Jason, and uh, if your pastor is interested in becoming a lordship church, and it's a good title we, we use to describe a church that's biblical, but I mean it's it's not an official title. We just we use that because we're trying to promote Jesus Christ as Lord over everything in the church. All right, so don't get offended or worried by the title. 
But if you want your church to be where it's supposed to be, or your pastor's interested in that, we encourage you to contact the ELC, Ecclesiastical Law Center, and they'll help you with the paperwork. They'll help your, uh, your, your pastor uh, uh, in the path that he, he should take. Um, and I know some pastors, Jason, they get this attitude, well, you know what? I don't care what the government says. We were incorporated, but we're just not going to, we're not going to do anything that, that the government asks. And that's wrong. All right. If you well, don't keep is. up your paperwork or at least file the right paperwork, even though you, you know, you asked for government subsidy, you put your name on the dotted line and now you decided you don't want to obey all their rules. That's wrong. It's a bad testimony. And so there is a proper way to unincorporate a church. And we encourage folks to get a hold of Jason or um, Pastor Keith Hoover uh, with the Ecclesiastical Law Center. Yeah, you can go to lordshipchurches.info, and we actually have a contact form there you can fill out, and we'll get back to you sometime in this decade. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I actually do check that every once in a while. Um, and so you can just put uh, fill in that form right there or email me directly at refreshedaz at hotmail.com. The reason I don't give my cell phone out freely is because I do work a full-time plus job, and so I need to be sure that I'm doing right for my employer as well. But uh, if you get a hold of me, I will get back with you. Refreshed AZ at Hotmail.com. There you go, folks. So uh, contact Jason. Now, um, we were talking a little bit about Robert Jeffress with First Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas, uh, making, uh, according to the article um, with OneNews.com, or OneNewsNow.com, they, uh, they said he made a strong stand against this third gender, which we know there is no such thing as a third gender. There's um, male, female, and then there's an abomination. And that's not a third gender. That's just a male or a female um, pretending to be something they're not. And uh, God gives them over to reparate mind. That's easy stuff. What's hard is going beyond that and getting your church where it's supposed to be biblically. And I was talking to an individual this week um, who goes to a corporate church and uh, and I asked the individual, I said, this person had gone to a lordship church for a long, long time, and then he had to move. And so he was going to a corporate church, and he said, he goes, it is way different. He said, it's just, it's unlike anything I've ever seen, because he'd never seen a corporate church before. And sure. now that he's part of it, when I say corporate church, we're talking about one that's 501c3, um, I mean, registered to the hill, fire insurance, uh, buy, uh, uh, bank accounts, and Robert's rules of order, constitutions, and, you know, creeds, and all that stuff. Uh, everything has to be done by a vote, first and second, and there's got to be a secretary and board of trustees. And, I mean, it is run. They could only have 15 people, but it is run as if it was a mega corporation. And he said it was a culture shock to him. Um he said that they had to, um, the church was going to purchase, just, uh, it was like an iPad or something, and they had to put it to vote. I mean, I can't even fathom that kind of mindset. Anybody joins church, they have to be voted in. You know, pastor can't make a move unless he's vote, they take a vote, and there's got to be a majority vote since Robert's rules, uh, you know, rules of order and so on. And, um, and, and when I see this, I see this. Um, I see this biblically dumbing down for formality, professionalism, and a crown in, a, in our society where the world desperately needs people bearing a cross. And it's robbed the church of its personality. It's robbed its church of its understanding of people. 
Because now the pastor is no longer a servant, a, a shepherd. He's an employee of a business, essentially. And I believe that robs a pastor of an understanding of what people are. Maybe I'm just, I'm, I'm going too far on this, but I, honestly, Jason, I can't even fathom that kind of mindset in a church. That kind of formality that's not there in Scripture. Well, it, um, it says a lot that if you were to remove Jesus Christ completely out of these churches, if he's not already completely out of there, they would just continue on. I mean, one of the advantages, so to speak, from a legal perspective of setting up a corporation is that it it will endure perpetually. It <laughs> it won't end. It doesn't have a uh, an yeah. end time unless you actually kill it through the law, through the legislature. Uh, they've passed laws in order to be able to do that. And you have to follow those laws to a T in order to kill a corporation. Otherwise, it can be brought back to life because it's only administratively dissolved. Um, but here's a fact that you could remove Christ out of those churches, they would continue fine, and nobody would notice any difference. That's a huge yeah. problem. Because if Jesus Christ is on the outside knocking, to asking to come in, then it's just basically an organization that is set up and is existing in order to continue to exist. Yeah, that's it. Well, you, that's, you look that's at the wicked. I mean, it's a perversion, it, is what it is. It really is. If you look at the layout of in church. The problem with the layout of in church, and uh, a lot of people take those passages in, in Revelation chapter three and pull it out of context. The problem with the layout of in church in the end, is, because, is that Jesus Christ is outside the door of the church. He said, I stand at the door and knock, and they use that verse as for salvation, and it's not for salvation at all. It's for the church. Jesus Christ is outside of the church, knocking at the door to get in. These churches, they are so professional, Jason. They've got, I mean, they've got everything just right. You know, the preacher never goes over a certain time limit. They don't stay as over a certain time limit. Everything has to be just so. And uh, it's driving me crazy. I, I could not put up with that. You, you look at the Apostle Paul. He comes into a church, and he stays until midnight. He preaches until midnight. Now, just saying that is just going to drive people nuts in our 21st century. We'll watch a movie for two hours. Well, you, you're never going to get him to sit under preaching for two hours, not for, not for anything in the world, all right? He preaches hour after hour after hour. And the Bible even said, after much speaking, and, 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 and when they were done, the people said, we don't want you to leave. They wept, they fellowshiped, they hugged each other, they were close. And where he went, there was that kind of, you know, that impromptu, that lack of formality. You know, and the Bible is supposed to be decent and in order, I, or the church is supposed to be decent and in order. I get that. But we are so organized because of the corporate mindset, Jason. Um, that Jesus Christ isn't anywhere near it. I asked this individual, I said, would, would this pastor come up and be a part of our youth rally? Would he want his children to come be a part of our church? And, uh, you know, he thought about it for a moment. He said, no, probably not. He wouldn't have anything to do with your, your church. And the reason and, for and, that is, of course, that you would be considered from that perspective a second-class type of church. Really? Because yeah, you don't, absolutely. You don't have the uh, everything. You don't have two assistants. You don't have everything's just right and just so. The whole problem with having everything just so every time is that you can actually organize uh, so much that the Holy Spirit doesn't have room to move. 
And I've yeah. seen this in, in churches before to where, you know, well, we've got to get on with the program. And you can just tell that the Holy Spirit is moving amongst the people. There are people weeping. I was in a service uh, recently where this was going on, where a man uh, stood up and testified of what Jesus Christ had done in his life. And instead of that pastor being sensitive to the Holy Spirit moving, it was like, well, we've got to get on with the program. And he just went on and preached what he had planned for the day. And uh, and at the end, you know, when it was all said and done, he had managed to to quench the Holy Spirit in that service. And yeah. th- that's one thing that over-dependence uh, on the corporate or the business mindset can do in a church service is that you can just pretty much legislate or organize your way out of the Holy Spirit having room to work. And that's a, that is, that's wicked is what it is. Yeah. Now, I realize there's some corporate churches out there that God can move in. And, and I've been in them. I've seen wonderful services. You know, um, but the end all is, 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 is the end all. Basically, it's going to be um, God or the corporation, and we got to keep that corporation. Well, you yeah, know, we've got, because we've got, the corporation, that, that's, that's what everything hinges on. That's yeah. why a preacher will very rarely in today's day and age stand up and uh, and just not care what the people think when they're when they preach and just preach the word of God without any fetters on them. You've got too many people and it's been this way in the church probably since in the churches since probably the beginning. But you have too many pastors who who are too afraid of offending those that are out in the in the church that if they say something wrong or if they're too harsh then they'll start to lose members and then what would happen if they lost members then the offerings would be down would they be able to afford to pay the mortgage payment on the church building or to pay the insurance on the church buses or the payments on the church buses all of these yeah. things yeah. are going through their minds so it's no wonder that they compromise because they just by standing up and uh, and taking the word of god and preaching the word of god without any filter would offend most of the members of the churches because they have for years been drawing goats into the church along with the sheep and keeping them with organization, keeping them with entertainment. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. A lot of pastors won't touch the issue of corporation because of how much it would cost monetarily. Well, and that's that not is even just that's that. Is, it's, I mean, it's, it's righteous living, too. I mean, yeah. could you imagine a preacher standing up? And most people can't, wouldn't even be able to imagine this these days. Stand up and say, look, men should look like men and women should look like women. Is that in the Bible? You better believe that's in the Bible, preacher. And yet even, even people that we um, are familiar with, even people that are close to us with regard to uh, uh, doctrine and the lordship stance, I believe there are some out there that are afraid to give full credence to what the Word of God has to say because they are going to offend somebody. We should never stop preaching what the Lord yep. wants us to preach because we are going to offend somebody. We should be That's more true. afraid of what God would do to us if we didn't sound the clear trumpet as the watchman on the wall. The subject we're talking about, folks, if you're just tuning in and you're listening to The Contenders for the Faith, I'm, Jason, uh, I'm Anthony, and Jason was the one you just listening to, um, is what what damage uh, has the corporate church done to the services and the worship uh, of the church and um, or the corporate mindset? And, and personally, I, I I see and and I know that there will there will be some argument against this. 
All right? But I see formality forcing the Spirit of God out. All right? Sure. Um, No church is the the same. All right? The the doctrines should be the same in each church. But no church is going to be the same. You're going to have different people. All right? Uh, You get down south by the border, Jason, starting church on time is almost unheard of. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. It it may drive some of these guys (laughs) crazy, but that's just the way it is. Either you acclimate or you get out of the ministry. You know, you're going to be disappointed. (laughs) I remember having uh, that discussion with you, yes, uh, years ago. But it's just the way it is. You know, you get down into, uh, like, uh, central Mexico, and um, you, you don't get up in a suit and tie. You get in these country churches, you're not wearing a suit and tie when you're preaching. You get in Africa, you're not wearing a suit and tie. But you get these guys that come out of Bible college where you got to look the best. You know, three-piece suit, and you go out to some foreign field. Yeah, you know, those people aren't going to listen to you. You know, these guys, they've never worked a job a day in their life. They have no concept of what the man and woman go through in everyday life. And they get up there and they rip on them about not having enough faith and need to be faithful in the church. Not easy for them to say, yeah, you know, okay. their way is paved. All they got to do is preach. But um, Yeah, we're supposed I believe, to idolize them, too, because yeah. they have stepped out in faith. And there are some that have stepped out in faith. But you know what? Sure. Paul worked. We worked. I mean, work is not a bad thing. Trust me. No, I, absolutely I used to not. think that I was aspiring when I was very young in the ministry, aspiring to a time when I wouldn't work. <laughs> well, you know what? I praise the Lord for the work that I have because we're able to Amen. provide for our families. Well, okay, to the basics here, because I, I know what some would argue. There's, in fact, there's some pastors uh, out on the West Coast that they won't give us the time of day, even though they've heard our argument, and they don't, they're not necessarily against us. They kind of have the CIA or CLA middle-of-the-road approach. Well, we're not necessarily sure. against you, but we'd much rather you be incorporated, right? But their right. argument is this. Will you guys put too much emphasis on the church not being 501c3, and you're not putting enough emphasis on soul winning, and so on and so forth. And and wrong is wrong, no doubt about it. If a church is doing that, then yeah, absolutely. But here's the thing. It's not wrong to be unincorporated. In fact, it's wrong to be incorporated. And so to replace one for soul winning is wrong. It's always been wrong. And you have to ask the motivation. Why do, you, why do you have to have your corporate papers as a church? If you can't give me Bible to support the position, then it's wrong. It's wrong. Well, you know, we, you know it, it'd be easier to handle the money. That's not a deciding factor for the church. Well, we can follow the money if we are incorporated. That's not a deciding factor for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, if we are this way, then we can have fire insurance. That is not a deciding factor for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And their argument will, of course, be, well, they didn't have fire insurance back then. Which, by the way, let me just say this. They had insurance even in those days. It just wasn't available for the church because the church was just starting out. Remember what I said, though? Satan is not interested in the pool halls, the beer, uh, the beer parlors. He's not interested in uh, the theaters and, and all those secular things. He wants in the church. And if he can find a way to control the church, he'll do so. So we have all these extracurricular, extra-biblical things that God never said in his word. And those are our sole arguments, sole arguments to keeping the church under the auspices of the government and Christ. That's all we're trying to tell you is, look, just stay true to the Bible. 
if you're worried about what you are going to lose, then maybe you should lose it because it tells us your motive is not right. Yeah, and absolutely. If you're trying, if you've gotten over into what I call kingdom preservation mode, to where you're afraid to make a move that you know is right because you know it would cause you to lose a certain aspect of your ministry, you've reached a very dangerous place where you are worshiping and serving your position rather than the Creator. And yeah. uh, you know what? Jesus Christ obviously does not take well to somebody placing the government over him as an authority in the church. I mean, you're right. We should get back to just the basics of what the church is and what the church is supposed to do. I know a, a, a church in, in the Valley, True Vine Baptist Church. You want to talk about a soul-winning church, but they're yeah. not incorporated. You don't have to be incorporated to do anything in this country as a church. Just go be a church. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I was talking to Pastor Dan Zyke, and he said he had approached a pastor who was King James Bible believer, a street preacher, uh, separated, and he said, well, would you consider hearing us out on the subject of the church and corporation? And he says, I find that, he said, this is a waste of time. He said, it's easier to operate uh, as a corporate church, which I got to say right now, that's not the case at all. The, the corporate church and the mindset of the corporate church actually complicates things. It does not make service to Christ easier, and it adds something True. that you should not have. That's a fallacy, but the fact is they don't want to address it because their mentors didn't want to address it. Too much money well, involved. And it's harmful. It is harmful to a church to have that corporate mindset, to have that business uh, mindset to where, now, ought we to have things decently and in order, like you said? Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? It hurts a church because it's an authority issue at its very heart. When you break this whole thing down, Pastor, to its very basic level, you find that a church ought to have one head. What do you call something with two heads? You call it a monster, okay? A church ought to have one head, and the head of that church ought to be Jesus Christ. And if that is not the case, then you have something that is broken, something that is wicked, and something that is anti-Bible. And when you just break it down to the basics like that, and the reason people don't want to hear, even the very reasons that they give that they don't want to hear about the lordship issue, because it's easier to do what we're doing now. Well, that's wicked. Yeah. Yep. You don't want to do things in the church because of what's easier or what's expedient? Yep. Well, the expedience argument, they would preach against for, you know, convenience. Not They would preach against that thing otherwise. But when it comes to this lordship issue... Well, they got a double standard if you if you if you ask me. All right. Speaking of being against double standards, Melissa Roxanne coming up next with New World Order info. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you next week. God bless you.
is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. AVR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
welcome to New World Order Info, and I'm Melissa Roxanne. You're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and check out all the different ways to listen to AVR. Thank you to all of you out there that tell others about us, and thank you to the microbroadcasters and for those of you that support us in many different ways, we appreciate it. Okay, so I'm just going to get right into the show tonight. And this is going to be from this book that I really like a lot. And it's called Miracle Medicine Foods by Rex Adams. I think this is the third show from this book. So if you missed last week, go back and get it in the audio archives. Go to our website, either one of those, and... Uh, just go to Audio Archives and click on New World Order Info and then just, you know, download the show and make sure you rename it when you download it so that you will not lose it when Frank puts my new show in the Audio Archives. Otherwise, you will lose it from your hard drive because he names them the same, so you need to name them differently. All right, so... This is a really good book, like I said, and it came out in 1977 by Parker Publishing Company, Incorporated. I told you last week how you can get it if you go to Amazon.com. They're very reasonably priced, or you can get it elsewhere if you can find it, but I know that they have it there. So check that out on Amazon.com. Again, it's called Miracle Medicine Foods by Rex, R-E-X, Adams, A-D-A-M-S. And it's got about 400 and, uh, let's see, oh, sorry, 230 pages in this one. Okay, so this is going to be about miracle medicine foods for heart, veins, and high blood pressure. This is chapter, make sure I'm on the right one, yeah. This is chapter three, so. Okay, so in his book, The Low-Fat Way to Health and Longer Life, Lester M. Morrison, M.D., writes, Now I'm going to tell you about one of the most important nutritional supplements developed in the last 50 years. Make a careful note of it and of how it is to be used as described in these pages. The least it can do for you is to improve your health and give you added vitality, and it may help save your life. He goes on to describe soybean lecithin. Okay, so soybeans contain the miracle medicine food lecithin and unsaturated fatty acid. Soybean lecithin has been found to clean out veins and arteries dissolve the gooey sludge cholesterol and thus increase circulation, relieve heart, vein, and artery problems, soothe the liver and gallbladder, bile and gallstones contain cholesterol, relieve anemia, kidney disorders, eczema, psoriasis, and some forms of arthritis. It has cured many diabetics, cured brain clots, strokes, paralyzed legs, hands, and arms. Dr. Lester M. Morrison, M.D., says that lecithin is an essential constituent of all living cells and plays a vital role. After more than 
10 years of intense experimentation, he says that lecithin is the best of all cholesterol-reducing agents tested and can prevent heart and blood vessel disease. Atherosclerotic plaques are dissolved and removed by lecithin, he says, and soybean lecithin is able to prevent blood clotting in the arteries. In those who used it, scientists found evidence of increased immunity against virus infections, including immunity against pneumonia. Dr. Morrison says he is certain that lecithin is one of our most powerful weapons against disease and an especially valuable bulwark against development of hardening of the arteries and all the complications of heart, brain, and kidney that follow. He calls it the most valuable of all food oils. Dr. Morrison places lecithin at the top of the list in a heart food program of lean meats, soft fats, those that are liquid at room temperature, such as most vegetable oils, like I told you last week, um, you know, I, I'm more, I would be using like coconut oil mainly as my most used oil, which I do, and uh, some olive oil, although it should not be heated much, if at all. Um, you know, it's more for things like salad dressing and things where you're not going to be heating olive oil, but the coconut oil, you can heat it. Um, and this book was written before genetically modified organisms were widely known about. I don't even know if they were, you know, they existed back then, or maybe they were covering them up, or they didn't exist back then, probably didn't exist, but who knows? They could have existed in a lab, you know, and they just hadn't released them yet. But, you know, so most, you know, the oils nowadays I don't think are are good, you know, if they're genetically modified, of course, which most of them are. Um, and that will be, you know, just your regular old run-of-the-mill vegetable oil. It's probably going to be made from soybean oil or canola oil because those are pretty cheap. Um, so, and most most soybeans nowadays are genetically modified. So, you know, if, if one was to use any kind of those type of oils, they would want to get the organic ones that have not been genetically modified and where they have not been sprayed with any kind of herbicide or there's no Roundup in the seeds or there's no Roundup sprayed on them. They're not from Terminator seeds, you know, etc. And you don't want to spray with pesticides either. So anyway, so I would stick to the coconut oil and the olive oil. Um, and there's some other good oils too, but those are the main two. And and I usually use more of the coconut oil. So does Frank, you know. So, but uh, for my salad dressing, I use the olive oil. So, anyway, he says stick to lean meats, soft fats, those that are liquid at room temperature, such as most vegetable oils, fish, poultry, fresh fruits and vegetables all cooked or dry cereals, whole wheat bread, most natural syrups and honey, and fat-free beverages. So fish, you know, you got to be aware of Fukushima and the mercury, but, you know, the radiation affects everything, not just the fish, but the starfish are melting and the, the fish are dying, the smaller fish are dying, so the bigger fish don't have food, and that's why I think, you know, a lot of more people are getting attacked by sharks nowadays. I used to live in Volusia County, Florida, and that was 
I think the shark capital of the world, honestly. And there's probably more shark attacks in Florida, probably exactly where I lived close to in the Atlantic Ocean than most other places. But I think that the oceans are overfished and, you know, Fukushima is killing a lot of the smaller fish that the larger fish eat and killing other things in the ocean too, plankton or whatever, you know, whatever that a lot of different things that live in the ocean eat. And so it's affecting them. So keep all that in mind. Uh, poultry, he says, and I would just try to get the organic kind or, you know, raise your own fowl, etc. Make sure that they haven't been given arsenic, which I told you about a long time ago. It's called roxorzane, roxorzane, and uh, it's arsenic. So you can look it up. Just type in chicken arsenic, and you'll see in information about that. Fresh fruits and vegetables, you know, get the, you know, as much as you can, the heirloom varieties, the organic ones that haven't been sprayed with pesticides and have been grown organically, or grow them yourself even better. Get the locally grown ones if you can't, you know, or you're not growing them yourself yet. Um, the longer they sit, the more, you know, vitamins, minerals, etc. they're going to lose. Um, so, the fresher they are, the better. And also you can get the frozen kind, too. Um, but, you know, sometimes they could have fluoride in any of these, whether they're fresh or frozen, depending on if the water has fluoride in it, for one thing. And also all cooked or dry cereals, he says. Um, a lot of these are genetically modified. A lot of these are not good for us. Um, as far as cereals, like for children or that even older, you know, people eat, those are pretty bad for you. Um, and when they say fortified, they're fortified with really bad things like iron, filings and shavings for instance you know um and you can look up a video about that and if you go to peakenergy.com and go to the video section i think you'll find that um and there's a video demonstrated about that and i can't think of the man's name but he's a big proponent of vitamin c i'll, I'll probably think of it in a minute anyway it's his site peakenergy.com and he has a demonstration of, of what is in the cereals nowadays. And a lot of these are genetically modified, including the ones with wheat, so keep that in mind. Um, whole wheat bread, uh, a lot of people are saying that that can make you fat. Um, you know, you can look up wheat belly, for instance, on a search engine or something. A lot of the wheat's been genetically modified, too. Most natural syrups and honey, I would stick to the organic for the syrup if I were to use that, you know, and, um, you know, just get a really good kind in a glass container versus a plastic one, you know, preferably. And then honey, I would get the raw kind. Um, and, and anything you can get raw is going to be better than processed, pasteurized, you know, and all that. And fat-free beverages, I don't really know what he means exactly by that, but I would not get any kind with artificial sweeteners or anything like that ever, nor would I use those. 
So he says to include lecithin with certain powerful heart food supplements at mealtime in a five-step program as follows. So the lecithin is, you know, there's different kinds. They have the kind from soybeans, and that's the kind he's recommending here. But, you know, if you're going to get that, and we have some in our cabinet right now, the soybean lecithin, which we've had for a while, you know, long before I found this book, because you make lipos liposomal vitamin C with that type of lecithin, but just make sure it is genetic, not genetically modified, and, and it says so on the label, non-GMO, okay, or non-genetically modified, and, and if you can, get the organic kind of that. There's also sunflower lecithin and other kinds too, but he's saying the soybean kind is the kind to use, so... And it's a powder, by the way. So it can be easily added to foods, to um, water, whatever. So take, uh, this is a five-step program. He says to include lecithin with certain powerful heart food supplements at mealtime in a five-step program as follows. One, take two to four tablespoons of soybean lecithin at breakfast. So that's two to four tablespoons of soybean lecithin at breakfast. Two, add the most powerful dose of B-complex vitamins you can get in tablet form. Follow the instructions on the label that ask your dealer for the best brand. So you could, uh, you know, look into that and, and try to get the best kind of that. Um, another thing that has Good B vitamins is it in it is brewer's yeast and liver does as well, although I'm not going to be eating liver. But we give our cats brewer's yeast and it helps it helps with people that have anemia, it helps to make red blood cells and it helps um you know if they have fleas, it's something for people too. But check with your vet, you know, check with your doctor about all these things. But they're not gonna know a lot about vitamins probably. Um, I don't know how much you know, it depends on the vet or the doctor, but do the research about it as well. And so add the most powerful dose of B-complex vitamins you can get in tablet form. That's number two. Number three, take at least 25,000 units of vitamin A and 150 milligrams of vitamin C daily. Of course, I would be taking a lot more vitamin C than that. That, to me, is not nearly enough. And, you know, more like several grams a day. Linus Pauling took 18 grams of vitamin C a day. A lot of other people take a lot more than that, depending, you know. So, it, it's something you need to work up to. You can't just start out taking a lot of vitamin C because you're going to just it's going to leave your body in the form of you know your waist um if you're not used to it it could upset your stomach give you gas give you diarrhea etc but yeah 150 milligrams to me is a very 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 low amount to take daily of vitamin c number four take two tablespoons of soybean oil comma corn oil make sure they're organic non-genetically modified or safflower oil daily as salad dressing 
or with tomato or fruit juice. If I was going to use any kind of tomato juice or fruit juice, it would be freshly juiced at home. Or at a juice bar, you know, freshly juiced there. Not any process, not any V8 juice, not any pasteurized processed, canned, bottled tomato or fruit juice, etc. And I'd make sure they're organic, you know, if, if possible, definitely organic. And by the way, V8 juice has been found to have even, uh, I believe it was a beef broth in it. So it's not healthy and it's not even vegan or vegetarian like you would think. Number five, include two to four tablespoons of whole wheat germ each day with cereal or salad. Linus Pauling took that every day as well. Okay. And then soybean lecithin is available in capsule, liquid, or powder form at health stores everywhere. Um, if it's the liquid, you know, it could be an oil and that could turn rancid. So I would not be using that unless it's been refrigerated since the beginning when it was manufactured. It should be refrigerated, you know, from then till wherever you buy it should still be refrigerated, like at a health food store. But we just use the powder form and it comes in a can. I don't know the brand, but it's non-genetically modified. And we get it at our local grocery store, which has a fantastic health section, organic section, supplement section, everything. So, And it's a prime ingredient in Dr. Morrison's, and that's Lester M. Morrison, MD. His, um, apparently, I think he wrote a book called Low-Fat Way to Better Health and Longer Life. So that's Dr. Morrison's Low-Fat Way to Better Health and Longer Life, along with Sensible Weight Reduction and Moderate Exercise. Here's some reported cases. Dr. Morrison reports how 19 elderly patients were placed on this program. All, with one exception out of 19, had suffered from a stroke or hardening of the brain arteries. Doctors generally regard such poor souls as hopeless vegetables, he says, and that's a dehumanizing word to call them vegetable. All suffered some paralysis of legs, hands, or arms and were weak, listless, and depressed. One had Parkinsonism, which is Parkinson's disease, the shaking of the hands, meaning tremors so often seen in the elderly. By the way, that could be a magnesium deficiency when you have tremors, or if you're dizzy, you have vertigo, um, you could even faint from it, or you could be having seizures, and that could be a magnesium deficiency, and it can be a B vitamin deficiency too. I believe it's B6, but I'm not positive, but I would look into that if, if I was concerned about it. So in 12 weeks, they showed striking and dramatic improvement. They were alert, energetic, stronger, some sufficiently well to be discharged from the hospital. So they were, you know, suffering, all had some kind of paralysis of the legs, hands, or arms, were weak, listless, depressed. One had tremors, shaking of the hands, so often seen in the elderly, and out of 19 elderly patients, 18 of those had suffered a stroke or hardening of the brain arteries. So they were all placed on the program. 12 weeks, they had a dramatic improvement. I'll
tell you more on the other side. Don't go anywhere. body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. 
prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
Welcome back to New World Order Info. I'm Melissa Roxanne. You're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com. Check out all the different ways to listen and join us in the chat room as well. Okay, so I'm getting back into this book, Miracle Medicine Foods by Rex Adams, and I did want to tell you a few other things that isn't in the book. Um, So, somebody stated in the chat room, you know, why would you want to eat liver? Because I said liver is full, actually it's full of all kinds of vitamins, but it's a good source of B vitamins. It's got a ton of vitamin A in it, um, so much so that I don't know, you know, it would be a good thing to eat it often, that often, due to the vitamin A content. And the same thing for animals. It's got so much vitamin A in it. Um, you know, it may not be so great to give it to them that often either. But anyway, um, so somebody said, you know, why would you want to eat it? Because that that organ, you know, processes poisons and removes poisons from your body and stuff. So... You know, that is why it's really important to eat the proper kind of liver. And so, um, for one thing, you know, I I thought about that myself a long time ago, and I was thinking the same thing. You know, why would anybody want to eat liver? Because it does remove all these poisons from the body and hormones and things like that. So, um... You know, it it can contain high levels of metals and other contaminants, and it may not be the healthiest choice for some people, including pregnant women. But uh, it does contain a lot of essential nutrients, including vitamins A, vitamin C, vitamin D, riboflavin, thiamine, um, which is B1, vitamin B6, and I mentioned earlier if somebody has tremors, if somebody has vertigo, they're dizzy, they're shaking, any of these things. Or maybe they faint or maybe they, you know, get dizzy, which is vertigo, and you can faint from that. Um, maybe they even have seizures, um, epilepsy, etc. That could be from a deficiency of magnesium as well as I said, I know it's a B vitamin, I think it's B6, and I looked it up and it is B6. So um, magnesium may help, and it has helped a lot of people that have these problems, as well as B6, people that have seizures, etc., may benefit from magnesium and vitamin B6, and they may also need zinc. Um, but that's something to ask your doctor about and do the research on. So, But anyway, getting back to the liver, it contains thiamine, which is vitamin B1, riboflavin, vitamins A, C, and D, vitamin B6, pantothenic acid, folate, vitamin B12, iron, copper, phosphorus, and selenium. But liver meat also contains, you know, high levels of metals, other contaminants, so... It's not, you know, really something for pregnant women, and they should avoid it also because of its high vitamin A content. And it's vitamin A is a fat-soluble vitamin, and the body stores vitamin A in fat cells, and high levels can be toxic to the fetus. So, you know, if anybody was to eat liver, 
they would want to get the liver from animals that have not been given any kind of hormones, have not been fed any kind of genetically modified organisms, they've not eaten any kind of food that's been sprayed with herbicides or pesticides, etc. So it would be organic meat. You know, that would be the best, um, usually grass-fed organic meat, etc., the liver from those. So um, a 100-gram serving of braised beef liver contains 191 calories, 29 grams of protein, 5 grams of total fat, 1.7 grams of saturated fat, 396 milligrams of cholesterol, 5 grams of carbohydrates, 6.5 milligrams of iron, 497 milligrams of phosphorus, 14 milligrams of copper, 36 milligram micrograms of selenium, which is, uh, you know, anti-cancer selenium is, 31,714 IU of vitamin A. That's a big amount of vitamin A. So I wouldn't, you know, be giving it to animals Maybe, you know, it all depends, but a small animal especially, that's something that could cause problems. Um, you know, I wouldn't give it often for sure. And I probably wouldn't eat it that often because of the high vitamin A content. And 49 IU of vitamin D. One serving meets 634% of your daily value needs for vitamin A. And remember, pregnant women have to avoid it because of its high vitamin A content. And since it's a fat-soluble vitamin, the body stores vitamin A into fat cells and high levels can be toxic to the fetus. And then there's veal liver, also known as calf's liver. Um, and I have read that that should only, you know, it should be consumed within two days of buying it. I don't know how true that is, but, um, you know, I would probably try to consume it in a short amount of time. But then again, you know, you don't want to eat too much of that or give too much to an animal. Check with your vet and your doctor and do the research and all that. Pork liver, there's also that. There's lamb liver, there's goose liver, there's fish liver, etc., etc. So, um, but, you know, if anybody out there has any kind of tremors, shaking, maybe the hands shake, the legs shake, maybe they've been diagnosed with Parkinson's, um, maybe they've had epilepsy or been diagnosed with that or have seizures or vertigo or dizziness, fainting, things like that. It could be from a deficiency of magnesium and it could be also a deficiency of vitamin B as in boy 6, vitamin B6 and also one may need zinc as well. And maybe some other things as well, but that could help to stop these things. And it also, you know, a mild deficiency of magnesium can cause things like increased sensitivity to noise, nervousness, and B vitamins could be, you know, deficiency of those could be causing someone to be nervous as well, anxious, have anxiety as well. Um, so another thing magnesium deficiency can cause is irritability mental depression, confusion, twitching, twitching of the, you know, facial, you know, stuff in your face, your nose maybe or something like that, um, trembling, apprehension, and insomnia. Uh, and a lot of times it could be from medication because medication a lot of times 
pharmaceutical and or over-the-counter drugs can deplete your vitamins and your minerals, okay, from your body. So that could be a big problem right there, including drugs that are anti-seizure can do that, and they're very dangerous. They can kill a person, by the way, or an animal. So um, anyway, so you might want to look into that. Uh, you can look up some information from Dr. Mark Circus, S-I-R-C-U-S, you could just type in magnesium, um, and you could type in seizures, B vitamins, etc., and you'll find an article by him. There's an article on DrYourself.com about epilepsy, so you might want to just type in, you know, DrYourself.com and then do a search for epilepsy, and you can read about that. But anyway, so I'm going to get back into the book now. So, we're talking about soybean lecithin and a, you know, program where Dr. Lester M. Morrison, M.D., writes about, and it's The Low-Fat Way to Health and Longer Life. It's a book. I don't have that book, and I've never read that book, but it's referenced in this book here that I do have called Miracle Medicine Foods by Rex Adams. It can be obtained from Amazon.com or probably other places as well. And so this doctor, an MD, medical doctor, Lester M. Morrison, writes in his book um, that, you know, lecithin is one of the most powerful weapons against disease and especially valuable against development of hardening of the arteries and all the complications of heart brain and kidney that follow and he says that soybeans contain the miracle medicine food lecithin an unsaturated fatty acid soybean lecithin has been found to clean out veins and arteries dissolve the gooey, gooey sludge cholesterol and thus increase circulation relieve heart vein and artery problems soothe the liver and gallbladder bile and gallstones contain cholesterol relieve anemia kidney disorders, eczema, psoriasis, and some forms of arthritis. It has cured many diabetics, cured brain clots, strokes, paralyzed legs, hands, and arms. If you haven't listened to the whole part of my show tonight from May 23, 2016, New World Order Info on com, Melissa Roxanne, go back and listen to what I had to say about the soybean lecithin, okay? So you don't want to get any GMO type and you want to get the organic kind. And I wouldn't get any kind of capsules or pills or anything that has, you know, not been refrigerated from the time it was manufactured till the time you buy it. So I would stay away from that unless it's refrigerated because it can go rancid and then it's going to be have to kept, you know, be kept refrigerated the whole time anyone's taking it to keep from becoming rancid. So what Frank and I use, if we use it, is the soybean lecithin that's non-genetically modified, and it's powdered, and it comes in a can, and it would be good to get, you know, the organic kind would be the very best kind, non-GMO. So anyway, and he talks about a program, which I told you earlier in the show, what to, you know, the kind of things to eat, etc. and I talked more about those. So, um, here's some reported cases 
Now, I told you about the 19 elderly patients that were placed on his program of the soybean lecithin and eating the way he recommended. This doctor recommended Dr. Morrison. And out of 19 of those, 18 had suffered from a stroke or hardening of the brain arteries. And doctors generally regard such poor souls as hopeless vegetables, he says, because he's a doctor, he would know. Um, you know, doctors just basically see you as a useless eater when you're, you know, not in good health, maybe, and, and you know, they'll just, they'll basically just murder you a lot of the time and say, there's nothing more we can do for you. You know, you're a vegetable or they're a vegetable. They'll diagnose you as being in a persistent vegetative state, which is another very dehumanizing medical term. And, it, and to me, it's like what Hitler, you know, called people back in the day, the, you know, the Jewish people or other groups that he did not like. You know, he would dehumanize them first before they were murdered. And that is what, you know, people that commit gen genocide do and dictators and you know, powerful people that run the world, et cetera, they'll dehumanize them by telling the population to masses, they'll say these type of words, you know. And before they did it to Terry Schindler, who is known as Terry Schindler Schiavo or Schiavo, the woman that lived in Florida, Pinellas Park, Florida, um, you know, she was tortured and she was dehydrated to death and she was starved at the same time. It was all done illegally through a probate judge, George Greer, and her so-called husband, who was living with another woman and had children by her uh, at the time all this was happening, and before that he tortured her for years too. But she was in a nursing home and they ended up murdering her. Uh, they withheld all the food, all the water, they took her feeding tube out, and they illegally withheld oral hydration and food. And his attorney, his main attorney, which was named, his name is George Philos, uh, he called Terry things like a potted plant, and that was a dehumanizing you know, term he used for her. He also said that the litmus test was whether she could get a spoon to her mouth, and he also talked about whether she could eat a ham sandwich or not. So these are all things that, you know, he did to dehumanize her. He also, on TV, said that her brain had liquefied, which is another lie, because she had hydrocephalus. She had cerebrospinal fluid leaking from her brain, and that's what the the CAT scan showed. So he showed that on television and lied and said that, look, her brain has liquefied. No. She had a condition that could have been treated, and a neurologist that examined her longer than any other doctor said so. And he examined her very thoroughly, and he said he had many, many patients that were far worse off than Terry was. He offered to treat her for free, and he could have gotten her so much better, and she would have been able to walk normally, talk normally, drive, and the whole shebang after his treatment, I believe. So... He was not allowed to do that, of course, and the judge acted as, you know, he he just did everything terrible in the whole case, um, and so did the attorney, all of the attorneys for 
you know, her so-called husband, and, and they just broke all these laws, and they murdered her. So this happens a lot of times to other people as well. It's been going on for, you know, a very, very long time. So doctors generally regard such poor souls as hopeless vegetables, the book says, um, and that's from this doctor talking, um, writing in his book, all suffered some paralysis of legs, hands, or arms. So these are 19 elderly patients. 18 of those had suffered from a stroke or a hardening of the brain arteries. And they, some, you know, all of them either had some kind of paralysis of legs, hands, or arms and were weak, listless, and depressed. One had Parkinson's, Parkinsonism, the shaking of the hands, or tremors, so often seen in the elderly, in 12 weeks of this program, and them taking the the soybean lecithin and eating as he recommended, etc., and drinking like he said, they showed striking and dramatic improvement in 12 weeks. They were alert, energetic, stronger, some sufficiently well to be discharged from the hospital. Dr. Morrison tells of an 83-year-old stroke victim brought to his office in a wheelchair. Mrs. A was too feeble to walk, almost blind, partly deaf, and too weak to feed herself. Using lecithin, as described in this book, in two months, a miracle happened. Mrs. A walked in to see me under her own power. She was able to see. Because her hearing had returned, we were able to carry on a conversation. She laughed at having cheated death. So she couldn't walk. She was too feeble to walk. She was almost blind, partly deaf, and too weak to feed herself. And in two months... Doing this program and taking the soybean lesson as described in this book and in his book called The Low-Fat Way to Health and Longer Life, Lester M. Morrison, M.D., you know, talks about her case. And so in as little, she was 83 years old, and in two months, she this miracle happened. And so she was able to talk again, walk again do all the things she couldn't do anymore, and she laughed at having cheated death. Dr. Morrison continues, Take the case of Miss R., a 65-year-old maiden lady who had a stroke. She'd suffered a brain clot due to hardening of the arteries. Her vision was failing, and she was partly paralyzed, desperate, and depressed. Using lecithin, as described in his book, he says, Miss R. recovered much of her muscular powers. Her partial paralysis gradually disappeared, and she became a radiant picture of cheerfulness. Her vision had greatly improved, and when last seen in my office, she asked me, Doctor, could I go swimming? I replied, Yes, indeed, but no diving. So that's a 65-year-old woman who had a stroke. She'd had a brain clot due to hardening of the arteries. Her vision was failing. She was partly paralyzed, desperate, depressed. And then with the soybean lecithin, as described in his book, she recovered, and her partial paralysis went away, and she was cheerful. She got back much of her muscular powers. Her vision improved greatly, etc. She even wanted to go swimming. So he said, yes, you can, just no diving. So that's just a couple of cases, and there are more so I'll continue on. Lecithin has dramatically reduced some extremely high cholesterol cases. As reported in the Journal of the Mount Sinai Hospital, 
one woman, age 38, had a reading of 1370, 1,370 for her cholesterol level. This was reduced to 445 when she took two and a half teaspoons full of lecithin daily, two and a half teaspoonfuls of lecithin daily for three months. Other readings of 300 to 600 were cut in half on about the same dosage in eight to 12 weeks. A diabetic woman who was very obese reduced her count by 125 points in one and a half months. Now, one wouldn't want to reduce their cholesterol level too much because then it could lead to health problems and strokes and things as well. So keep that in mind. Do the research. Ask your doctor. And we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now.
Welcome back to New World Order Info. I'm Melissa Roxanne, and it's, a la it's the second hour of my live show tonight, and it is my live show on Monday, May 23rd, 2016, and you're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, and feel free to join us in the chat room as well. So, um, I'm giving you information about some great things for one's health, things that I would do if I had these problems. Um, I've also told you in the past about Linus Pauling's heart protocol, so that would be another you know, wonderful thing uh, you might want to look into. But this is from the book Miracle Medicine Foods that I have here in my hand, and it's by Rex Adams. And you can listen to, you know, if you didn't hear all of my show tonight, there's a whole nother hour prior to this hour. You might want to go back and listen. Uh, it will repeat Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific time on Fridays. And you can also go to the audio archives. You can get my show from last week, which is there now. So I did give you information about healing remedies that I would use on my show last week from this book here. So if you want to go download that, just make sure you rename the file when you save it to your hard drive or wherever you save it to. Um, that way you're not going to lose the file when Frank uploads the new file for my show tonight. So whenever he does that, the old one's going to go away. And if you have the old one on your hard drive, for instance, or another old one, and it's you know, not renamed, you just leave it as Frank named it, and then every time he uploads a new file to the audio archives for my show, for instance, you have an old show of mine that you didn't rename, you're just going to keep getting the new show. When you go to look for that old show on your archive, you know, your hard drive, you're going to get the new show instead because you didn't rename it. So, you know, you can always rename it with the name of my show and the date, etc., and you can put the topic if you'd like. And that way, you know, you're not going to lose the file. And that's the case with every file that you download in our audio archives on theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com, you know, etc. So keep that in mind. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you about the miracle medicine foods for heart, veins, high blood pressure, and as I told you, for a lot of other things too such as, and this is soybean lecithin, and, you know, doing other things in addition to that as well, and it's from a book written by a medical doctor named Lester M. Morrison. I do not have his book, but it's being referenced in the book I do have here. So the name of that book I don't have is called The Low-Fat Way to Health and Longer Life by Lester M. Morrison, like Jim Morrison, MD, okay? And and he talks about how that the lecithin, the soybean lecithin, and, and you want to listen to the first part of my show when I just go into it deep more, you know, about what kind of soybean lecithin, etc. But it increases circulation, it cleans out the veins and arteries, dissolves the gooey sludge cholesterol, and increases circulation, relieves heart, vein, and artery problems soothe the liver and gallbladder because bile and gallstones contain cholesterol. It relieves anemia, kidney disorders, eczema, psoriasis, and some forms of arthritis. 
and it has even cured many diabetics. It's cured brain clots, strokes, paralyzed legs, hands, and arms. So check with your, you know, licensed physician, etc. And also do the research about this. And if it's for an animal, check with your vet and do the research about it as well, like I always tell you. And these are things that I would do. I'm not telling you to do these things. So um, continuing on, I told you about a lot of people that were helped, you know, dramatically using this program and the soybean lecithin. So the next one I'm going to tell you about was a 60-year-old man with extremely high blood pressure who was given an expensive medical treatment which didn't seem to help. After hearing about liquid lecithin, he began taking a tablespoonful daily and in a matter of weeks, his blood pressure dropped over 100 points. Mr. H.B. suffered severe heart attacks and was told by doctors he had only 10 years to live, provided he avoided all strenuous exercise. After reading that lecithin helps cholesterol, it keeps cholesterol liquefied in the system, he began taking one tablespoonful daily. 20 years later, he reported that he was never troubled with any heart problems again. Mrs. Yu, a housewife of 45, had always been ashamed of fatty spots of yellowish hue that appeared on her skin. Soon after, she began adding lecithin to her diet as prescribed by her doctor. The patches began to disappear. Eventually, they vanished altogether. Okay, and now we're going to move on to talk about olive oil. Olive oil is healing to the heart. Another woman claimed that soaking her feet for 10 minutes every day in a hot foot bath prepared with shavings of Castile soap reduced her blood cholesterol. She said, I know it sounds crazy, but it worked. It really did. The drop in cholesterol was confirmed by a doctor. So that was the quote from her. Castile soap is made with pure olive oil which has been found to reduce cholesterol by as much as 26%. In one study where olive oil is widely used, out of 1,215 men, only four cases of heart or artery disease were found in six years. Out of 1,215 men, only four cases of heart or artery disease were found in six years years when they used olive oil in this study. Okay, now we'll talk about honey. And by the way, honey shouldn't be given to any infant under a year old. So because of the bacteria that's naturally found in honey, um, and that's just something to make sure it's not going to hurt a little baby or an infant, so keep that in mind. Although it may say otherwise in a book that I have by a very renowned doctor, a medical doctor named D.C. Jarvis, M.D., and the book is called Folk Medicine, and he goes into length, at length about honey. But I just have to say that for legal purposes. Um, I'm not telling you to do it or to defy 
you know, what I just said, which was don't give it to an infant, any infant under a year old. Although I believe in the book, he has a lot of, you know, information about it if you want to get the book and then decide on your own. But I, just, I think it's best to not do it. But, you know, honey is a great thing that cures so many things. So it can be used for burns and skin issues and it can cure alcoholism and lots and lots of different things. So, all right. So honey is a fine heart stimulant, better than brandy or whiskey, which pep up the heart temporarily and then wear off. Honey has a long-lasting effect because of its slow-absorbing sugar, levulose. Many doctors have used honey in heart cases. Dr. G. N. W. Thomas of Edinburgh, Scotland, in an article in Lancet, remarked that, quote, In heart weakness, I have found honey to have a marked effect in reviving the heart action in keeping patients alive. I had further evidence of this in a recent case of pneumonia. The patient consumed two pounds of honey during the illness. There was an early crisis with no subsequent rise of temperature and an exceptionally good pulse, end quote. So that's a little bit about honey. It's a fine heart stimulant. Peps up the heart temporarily. Um, well, brandy and whiskey does, but then they wear off. So it's better than those to use. It has a long-lasting effect. It has slow-absorbing sugar, levulose, and so many doctors have used it in heart cases. And this doctor said in heart weakness, he's found honey to have a marked effect in reviving the heart action, keeping patients alive. And also in a recent case of pneumonia, the patient consumed two pounds of honey during the illness. There was an early crisis with no subsequent rise of temperature and an exceptionally good pulse. So now we'll move in to talk about alcohol. Alcohol is a miracle medicine food that can improve circulation. Alcohol used in small or moderate amounts is indeed a miracle medicine food, not food in the sense of forming healthy body tissue, says Dr. Morrison but rather as a stimulant, sedative, and pain reliever. That's another reason why it's going to be valuable to have in, you know, one's possession when everything hits the fan. And it's been used for a very long time for medicinal purposes, etc. And used in many medicines as a solvent and preservative, it also stimulates the appetite by increasing the flow of gastric juices relaxes the stomach muscles, opens blood vessels, which means it's a vasodilator, as is garlic, by the way, and seems helpful to the circulation. In small amounts, it is a mild stimulant to the heart and kidneys, an excellent antiseptic, and is sometimes given intravenously following surgery to supply a concentrated form of energy. It opens up and increases the flow of circulation better than any new drug Dr. Morrison has seen. We're talking about alcohol used in small or moderate amounts. Here's a quote from Dr. Morrison, and his name is Lester M. Morrison, M.D. I have seen and helpfully treated with alcohol many sufferers from arteriosclerosis of the legs, 
who were unable to walk and at times faced gangrene and amputation of the toes or feet. Okay, that's the quote from him. One patient, Mr. J, 48, was getting severe attacks of angina, meaning chest pain, every time he had lunch and supper, so he stopped eating. After a loss of 30 pounds and a problem of underweight, meaning anorexia, Dr. Morrison urged him to take one brandy or whiskey before each meal and to have two glasses of wine at lunch and supper. He tried it. Miraculously, the pain disappeared. He was having chest pain, severe attacks of angina, meaning chest pain, every time he had lunch and supper, so he quit eating, and he lost 30 pounds. So the doctor urged him to take one brandy or whiskey before each meal and to have two glasses of wine at lunch and supper. He tried it. Miraculously, the pain disappeared. Normal weight was restored. He gained back the weight he had lost, which was 30 pounds. He ate his food in a relaxed manner and enjoyed it. Okay, so that's about alcohol used in small and moderate amounts as a miracle medicine food. Now, papaya is another thing. It's a heart food too, papaya. Papaya contains an enzyme known as carpane, which is extremely valuable to the heart. A physician reported the case of Diana B., 30 years old, who for 26 weeks, half a year, had been suffering excruciatingly painful attacks of angina pectoris and had fainting spells. So she had a heart problem and fainting spells, and she was in a lot of pain, excruciating pain, for half a year, 30 years old. She had been taking as many as a dozen pills a day and believed the end was near, that she was going to die. She was advised to eat nothing but mangoes and papayas. In a short time, her pains were completely gone. Her heart beat normally and her health was restored. So mangoes and papayas are a good food for the heart too. Always check with your doctor, your licensed medical practitioner, and always do research about all these things. And I'm not advising anybody to do these things, but these are things I would do if I had any of these problems. Heartbeat revived with Miracle Medicine Foods. A reported case is that of Mrs. R., who is in her early 60s and had severe hardening of the arteries, high blood pressure, and almost no heartbeat at all. She was in a semi-coma when she was treated. Mrs. R. was so sick, she was given up for lost. She was given an iodine supplement together with B-complex vitamins in the form of brewer's yeast three times daily. We give that to our cats. We give it to them in eggs, raw eggs that we have, you know, we raise the chickens ourselves, or free-range chickens, or put it in their wet food. And it can also be consumed by people, of course. It's rich in B vitamins. So she was in a semi-coma, no heartbeat at all. She was so sick. They, you know, they thought she was going to die. She was in her early 60s, had severe hardening of the arteries and high blood pressure. Almost no heartbeat at all. Actually, not no heartbeat, but almost none. And so she was given an iodine supplement. She was in a semi-coma. She was also given... 
B-complex vitamins in the form of brewer's yeast three times a day. This was reportedly the only medication she received, B-complex vitamins and iodine. Yet it worked so well, her eyelids fluttered open, her blood pressure became normal. She was soon out of bed, able to go about her daily tasks, and began living again. That's a true miracle. After she was released from the hospital where she had been taken as a last and hopeless resort, Mrs. R. continued taking the iodine and vitamin B complex combination every single day. Her hardening of the arteries eased up. Her heart was youthful. Her skin had a healthy color. Her personality was vivacious. And she felt young all over again. Mrs. R. had more than 20 years added to her life. She reached her upper 80s. For her, the aging process had been postponed. Okay, so Miracle Medicine Foods also saved victim of eight heart attacks. Mr. M.A. reports, quote, Four years ago, I was in such bad health that I had very little hope of living much longer. I had had eight heart attacks four of which hospitalized me. One had resulted in an infarction. I could not engage in any extra exertion without having to sit down for a while. I had arthritis so badly that I could not walk without pain. My hands would cramp until the fingers overlapped. That's the quote. Then he discovered Miracle Medicine Foods. Here's another quote from Mr. M.A., for three years, I have taken vitamins A and B complex together with yeast and liver, about three grams of vitamin C each day, kelp, dolomite, bone meal, and other calcium capsules, lecithin, like the soybean lecithin I've been telling you about tonight, pantothenic acid, etc. I can now mow our lawn, and that takes about two hours walk a vigorous mile, and sleep deeply all night. And I'll tell you what else he said on the other side. On the last part of my show, New World Order Info, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
is their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. AVR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit discount gold and silver trading at dgscoins.com. That's dgscoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
tonight and I'm Melissa Roxanne and it is Monday May 23rd 2016 and you're still listening to me on theamericanvoice.com you can also go to our other site which is americanvoiceradio.com I think I said the other one theamericanvoice.com okay so I'm going to continue on with this book Miracle Medicine Foods by Rex Adams and I was giving you a report from a Mr. M.A. He had had eight heart attacks. He was in terrible health. He basically thought he was going to die and had been in the hospital for four of the heart attacks. And he said one had resulted in an infarction. He couldn't engage in any extra exertion without having to sit down for a while. He had arthritis so badly 
He couldn't walk without pain. His hands would cramp until the fingers overlapped. Then he discovered miracle medicine foods. And he says, For three years I have taken vitamins A and B complex together with yeast and liver, about three grams of C each day, vitamin C, kelp, dolomite, bone meal, and other calcium capsules, lecithin, pantothenic acid, etc. He says, I can now mow our lawn. That takes about two hours. Walk a vigorous mile and sleep deeply all night. And he says, I also take a mineral complex to get my zinc and extra magnesium. Another side effect of these vitamins and a healthy diet is improving eyesight. He says, three years ago, my EENT specialist told me he would have to remove cataracts from both eyes. The cataracts are gradually disappearing and I can see much better. And I know that's a deficiency. Those are of vitamin C and some other things cataracts are. So that's something you might want to look into. Um, always check with your licensed medical practitioner and your vet if it has to do with your animals and do the research about all these things. Okay, so here's another one. Um, this lady no longer staggers when she gets out of bed. Mrs. G.P. writes, quote, I have a history of rheumatic fever and endocarditis, also hardening of the arteries around the heart, which causes angina, so heart pain. This was much worse as shown in an EKG taken in the hospital. I had gotten to the place where I staggered when I first got out of bed or when I would get up out of my chair. I'm 72 years old. The doctor said to increase my pills for hardening of the arteries from one a day to four a day. I thought I remembered reading about something for hardening of arteries and angina. Lecithin, meaning lecithin from soybeans, wheat germ, yeast, bone meal, and safflower oil. I went to the health food store and stocked up on them. I began taking them every morning with my cereal. In December, just before Christmas, I went for my monthly EKG. I asked the doctor how it was, and he said, it's normal. Okay, so she was healed for doing, from doing all those things. Lecithin, wheat germ, yeast, bone meal, and safflower oil is what she took from the health food store. She stocked up on them. Took them every morning with their cereal, and in no time, she was healed. Here's another one. Excruciating heart pain disappeared. Claims miracle food better than pills. Mrs. J.M. says, Four years ago, at age 62, I couldn't walk across the street without terrible chest pain. Excess fluid was causing a heart problem. My dad had that. He had 50 pounds of excess fluid all over his body and that is extremely dangerous and can kill a person in a heartbeat and they put you on this stuff called Lasix L-A-S-I-X at least they did him and it's also known as furosemide it ruins your kidneys and for years they told him he needed dialysis but he refused to get it so I'm just letting you know it ruins the kidneys, that furosemide, that Lasix diuretic, 
It's a diuretic to make the fluid leave the body, and he would even at times go to the hospital and have it given to him by IV, and then the rest of the time he was taking it in pills, and he took up like 20, 25 pills a day, pharmaceutical drugs prescribed. Anyway, he had a lot of problems, and it, it definitely wasn't the right thing to do, so... And so she had excess fluid. She couldn't walk across the street without terrible chest pain. And she had excess fluid causing a heart problem. I had to quit my job and go to a hospital. She says she was 62 years old. And this was four years before she wrote this. After a week of many x-rays and cardiograms, she says, I was sent home with a prescription for two kinds of water pills, which are diuretics like my dad was on. And he would just increase his dosage, by the way, at home on his own. And he even, you know, had to measure out fluids he drank and everything because he couldn't have too many fluids or foods with too much fluid in them, etc. that were had a high water content, etc. One pill gave me horrible muscle spasms, such excruciating agony I'd cry, so I stopped taking it. My chest still hurt, and the doctor told her to increase her you know, pharmaceutical drugs from one a day to four a day. Actually, that was the doc- that was the case before the doctor told her to do it for hardening of the arteries to increase them from one a day to four a day. Sounds like what my dad did with the diuretics that ruined his kidneys. So she says one pill gave me a horrible muscle spasm, horrible muscle spasms, such excruciating agony I'd cry. So I stopped taking it. My chest still hurt. Back at the hospital, I had more tests and no answers. More water pills they gave her. Then I heard about vitamin B6 being good for edema, which is too much fluid in pregnant women. So she says, I tried it and lost seven or eight pounds within a week. I put my doctor's water pills in the garbage, which ruined the kidneys, by the way. I've been taking B6 ever since, plus brewer's yeast, desiccated liver, and vitamins A, B, C, D, and E. I can now walk miles, do my own housework, and help raise and can our own vegetables. Climbing hills is still hard for me, but I haven't been to another doctor in four years. Right on, I say. I haven't been to a doctor and I can't remember when, probably since around 1995 for me. Alright, so now we're going to talk about nausea, dizziness, and tendency toward little strokes, virtually cured. And those strokes are known today, probably back then too, as transient ischemic attacks or TIAs. And Mrs. I.E. reports, I am 80 years old. About three years ago, my tendency toward morning nausea seemed to be getting worse and was accompanied sometimes by dizziness. I had a slight stroke and threatened to have more. And once you have the the smaller stroke, the transient ischemic attack, TIA, then you could, you know, you're more prone to have a, a lot worse stroke, a much more serious stroke after that, so... She says, about that time, after she had the slight stroke and she had morning nausea, 
which seemed to be getting worse, was accompanied sometimes by dizziness. She read somewhere that a dentist was recommending grated citrus peel to his patients and was getting results. And by the way, I read another person earlier today, I believe it was, from not even in this book. It was like online. I just happened across a comment. Somebody wrote, wasn't even looking for this at all. And they were talking about how grated citrus peel was a wonderful thing, you know, and they actually put the the citrus peel in the blender and how it heals and cures a lot of things. So I'm not telling anybody to do that, but I would advise to look into it. And, of course, ask your doctor. Of course, they're not going to know a thing about it, and they're probably going to think you're nuts and tell you not to do it. But, you know, this is something I want to look into more. Um, But I would make sure it's organic, organic citrus that I would, you know, use for the peel. And uh, no pesticides or anything bad sprayed on it or anything like that. No chemical fertilizers. So she says, I read somewhere that a dentist was recommending grated citrus peel to his patients and was getting results. The article was brief and did not tell what kind of results. I decided to try the peel anyway, as I had already discovered that bitter foods help to relieve nausea somewhat. Ever since then, I have been grating the rind of about one-half lemon or its equivalent in orange or lime peel into my fruit salad or fruit compote once a day. She says, It has practically cured my nausea, dizziness, and tendency toward little strokes, meaning transient ischemic attacks, or TIAs for short. I had no idea until four or five months ago what element in the pill was helping me. I ran across a brief statement in the newspaper about the vitamin P, meaning P as in Paul, and citrus peel being a very important vitamin. It is a tasty addition to my carefully regulated diet. I use a special small grater and grate a little raw carrot after the peel in order to catch it all. So she healed herself of nausea, dizziness, and a tendency towards little strokes and probably prevented having a bigger stroke or strokes. Okay, so now painful varicose veins are gone. Mrs. N.R. reports, When I was pregnant with my second son, I developed very painful varicose veins in my leg. After my son's birth, I assumed they were gone. But when I resumed my dance training, I found I was wrong. After four hours on the dance floor, my leg would be killing me, so I temporarily gave up dance. I started to read a lot and began to realize that what I needed were extra vitamins. Bingo! I put myself on a vitamin regimen with extra vitamin B6, folic acid, and vitamin E. At the same time, I got back on the dance floor. Well, it didn't happen overnight, but after two months, my leg didn't hurt as much after class. So I increased the vitamin E to 400 international units, or IUs, daily, and three months later, I noticed that the veins were gone. No ugly veins bulging on my legs. Even the little spider veins around my ankle were gone. Another thing that I've read about that could help that is apple cider vinegar applied topically to the skin where the veins are and drinking it of course diluted in water 
That's another thing that may help a lot. Um, okay, let's see. Now, I've got just a little bit of time left, so I'm going to try to read a little bit more than in my show tonight. Diabetics varicose vein normal. Mr. H.M. reports, because of the family background of heart trouble and diabetes, I started on vitamin E and other vitamins and minerals some four years ago. Prior to that time, I had a case of phlebitis, which seemed to have healed normally. Recently, I noted that the vein in my leg that had been affected, meaning phlebitis, began to develop a varicose condition. The vein was enlarged and showed the common dark blue condition associated with this type of problem. This was about two months ago, and at that time, I increased my vitamin E intake from 2,000 units a day to 3,000 units. I also increased my vitamin C from 1,000 milligrams to 2,000 milligrams, which would be 1 gram to 2 gram. Within two weeks, the vein was and still is back to normal. If you want to read more about vitamin E, look up SHUTE, S-H-U-T-E, and vitamin E. It's the SHUTE brothers that have studied vitamin E thoroughly and written a lot about it. And vitamin C, you would look up Linus Pauling, and there's a lot of other people too, like Dr. Robert Cathcart, and lots more. But anyway, that's a good start about vitamin C. The one other note on vitamin E is that prior to starting on it, I was taking medicine, which is named Orinase, O-R-I-N-A-S-E, for diabetes. My doctor said I would have to take it the rest of my life. But after a short time of vitamin E, I was able to stop the use of it. My fasting blood sugar is always between 85 and 95. My doctor says that it is temporarily abated, but I believe it's the vitamin E. So it is time to end my show tonight. And I know the last song is going to take a little bit of time to play. So hopefully Frank's ready to start it soon. But the book is called Miracle Medicine Foods by Rex Adams. I highly recommend it. It's the book I've been reading from tonight and on two other shows prior to tonight. So go get it in audio archives. Thanks for listening. Coming up next is Frank, two hours live. Have a wonderful night. And for those of you born again in Christ, God bless you all. And for those who are not, I pray that you will hurry up and become born again before it's too late. you
American Voice Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. AVR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
I gotta have a mind to paint a plywood sign and nail it up on a knotty pine tree. Saying I was here first, this is my piece of dirt, and your rambling don't rattle me. Good evening, all. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It is still Monday, May 23rd, 2016, and it's about seven minutes after 8 p.m. Pacific time. If that's when it is where you're at, we are, in fact, live. 800-932-1980 is the call-in number. 800-932-1980 is the call-in number can also go to the chat room, which is located at our website, theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. All right, so there you have that. Yahoo Instant Messenger, my screen name is AVRN Talk, if you want to participate in uh, Yahoo. All right, so what's in the news? Well, 
Bernie Sanders is in the news a little bit. He's starting to catch a lot of uh, flack from the Clinton machine, which is basically saying, all right, look, enough democracy. It's time for my coronation to begin, and uh, the queen is getting uh, a little antsy here. You know, and, of course, Barbara Boxer. Now, look, you know, Barbara Boxer was in Nevada pushing for Hillary Clinton, and the crowd doesn't like it. They don't want her, okay? And she's just thinking, oh, oh, by that Bernie Sanders crowd is just, you know what? We've had it with you, Boxer, and you're kind. If you think we're going to play nice anymore and just take your crap, you're wrong. You run around with armed guards with machine guns, and uh, what, we got sticks and rocks and we're supposed to play nice? Don't count on it, lady. You've been screwing over the American people for decades now, and we know about it. And we don't like you, and we don't like Hillary, okay? Time for you to go. One way or another, you can either be carried out of the room, or you can walk out on your own. That's where it's getting to be. Bernie Sanders says that, well, uh, the Democratic convention in uh, Philadelphia could get messy. Ooh, that sounds like fun. I hope this is going to be televised, you know. I mean, uh, <laughs> but don't worry. It's okay because Bill is telling panicked Democrats to just relax. Just relax. We got it in the bag. No problem. We'll just kill a few people if we have to. That's Bill's way. Just relax. Don't worry about nothing. Everything will turn out okay because we'll just uh, we'll kill some people. We'll have some airplanes hit the ground. We'll, we'll, we'll do some things. Hmm? We'll get this taken care of. You can bet that is in the Clinton playbook. And if you don't think they're... Willing and able to do it, you're, you haven't been paying attention to the Clintons. This is the real problem, okay, with the Clintons. It's not because everybody hates women. We're all misogynists and it's such a big, bad, mean man's world out there. Uh, I'm sorry. Everybody hates Hillary Clinton because she's a lying murderer, okay? That's why everybody hates Hillary Clinton. She's terrible for this country. She makes terrible decisions. She's an, a nasty individual from every account of anybody who knows her. Now, I was reading something else. I don't know how true it is, and I wouldn't doubt it. But some woman who says that she was Bill Clinton's uh, lover says that... Uh, you know, Bill was telling her about Hillary's fits and that Hillary is, uh, was, is, I'm not sure what's the deal, a cokehead. Oh, I didn't make up that word. That's what they called her, a cokehead, an addiction to cocaine. And nobody really minded either. Do you know why nobody minded? Because if Hillary, apparently, by this report, didn't have her cocaine, she was, as they put it, hell on wheels. So, uh, hey, let her get loaded, please. Oh, there you go. Ooh, and, and she's got the nerve to say anybody, anybody anywhere is not qualified to be president. She actually said that about Donald Trump. And I, I, I don't know what, I, I don't know if he is or not. I mean, who, who, who is ready for that job? I mean, honestly, who, who is ready for that job who hasn't done that job already? I mean, 
that that's kind of a big job. It's kind of a unique job in a way too. That you know, uh, oh well, yeah, it's okay. You know, I was president of some other country for a while, and uh, you know, this is okay. I can do this. I've done this before. It's on my resume. You know, unless you're a returning president, I mean, uh, qualified really? What makes? Well, tell me what makes Hillary qualified to be president. She was married to a president. She got to sleep in the White House. Really? Because, you know, if that's the qualifications, wow, a lot of us are qualified to do a lot of things we didn't know we were, huh? <laughs> I mean, really? Well, let's see here. I have to click on this. I haven't yet, but I just have to because the headline is Bill Foster lives, uh, Vince Foster lives. See, I have to, I have to see what that is. Oh, okay, it's just Donald Trump, uh, I guess he's uh, amping up the attack, which is good. You know, because Hillary Clinton has, I don't know how she's going to get through this other than to, you know, I'm I'm serious, man. Trump better be paying his uh, airplane mechanics double time for the rest of, uh, you know, this campaign. And uh, he better have armed guards around everything that he flies in. Because, man, people got a bad habit of hitting the ground in airplanes when uh, the Clintons don't like you anymore. Hey, ask Ron Brown. Oh, wait, you can't ask Ron Brown. Because he died in a plane wreck. Of course, he didn't actually die in a plane wreck. He, he shot himself in the back of the head before the plane wreck. I'm sure it was just to avoid the, I don't know. Well, it wasn't to avoid the dying because, uh, you know, that's what he did anyway. But, uh, you know, whatever. New record, illegals flood the United States. Hmm, this is great. Somali citizen tries to run over border agents in Arizona. <laughs> Man. Here's something. Remember back when McAuliffe, that piece of garbage Clinton bundler, got elected as governor of Virginia. I mean, honestly, folks, you know, this is how politics in this country run. I mean, you know, people bundle money and do favors for politically elite, and then all of a sudden, they're a politician? Really? Well, he's being investigated by the FBI, thank goodness. Uh, records show more than 100 donors contributed to both Clinton Foundation and McCullough campaign. All foreigners. Yep. So, uh, hey, how many of you Democrats out there are consider yourself environmentalists? Hmm? How many of you, uh, you know, Democrats out there are, are against fracking? You know, the, the fracturing oil drilling where they bust through the shale and pump in chemicals and push out the oil, that sort of thing. How many of you are against that? Well, pretty much anybody that knows anything about it, other than it makes a lot of money. It makes a lot of money. It's uh, the American way. Let's get out there and make a lot of money. Let's make a lot of money. It doesn't matter what we're doing as long as we're making a lot of money. You know, if if you're one of them people, then you don't care. But if you're somebody who says, well, I like to make a lot of money, but I don't want to destroy the world while I'm doing it, uh, you're probably against fracking. 
but not Hillary. Hillary Clinton is all for it, apparently. Now that's not what she <laughs> that's not what she comes out and says to people in public. No, 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 no. In her emails, though. Get this, back in April, just before the New York primary, Hillary Clinton's, now, this is where Hillary Clinton won the New York primary, which, you know, Bernie Sanders came in close, but he didn't win, and it's too bad, because he should have won, because, well, you know, between stealing all the votes in Brooklyn and uh, the lying, I think it could have had a different outcome. Hillary Clinton's campaign aired a commercial on upstate television stations touting her work as Secretary of State, forcing China, India, and some of the world's worst polluters to make real change. She promised to stand firm with New Yorkers opposing fracking, giving communities the right to say no. Wow, that sounds great, huh? It's too bad it's a lie, but I mean, hey, it sounds good. The television spot, which was not announced and does not appear on the official campaign YouTube page with most of Clinton's other ads, implied a history of opposition to fracking here and abroad. But emails obtained by The Intercept from the Department of State reveal new details of behind-the-scenes efforts by the Clintons and her close aides to export American-style hydraulic fracturing a horizontal drilling technique best known as fracking to countries all over the world. Far from challenging fossil fuel companies, which, by the way, folks, let's just stop calling oil fossil fuels, huh? Fossil fuels, really? Oh, yeah, that's right. All the dinosaurs died, the leaves piled up onto them, and they all turned into crude oil. And There must have been a lot of dinosaurs, man, because we've been pumping oil for a long time, and uh, it ain't running out. So, uh, you know, it's just ridiculous. I, I mean, come on, really? Okay, look, when I was seven, eight years old, I believed that crap. Oh, the dinosaurs all died in the uh, the leaves. Oh, that's why they're down there 60,000 feet. Uh, a lot of leaves covered them all up. A lot, a lot, a lot of dinosaurs a long, long, long time ago, I suppose. Anyway, and it still doesn't explain, well, then, really, how do all those wells that were supposedly empty, how come they all got oil back in them now? Hmm? How'd that happen? More dinosaurs, maybe? I don't think so. Anyhow, far from challenging fossil fuel companies, the emails obtained by The Intercept show that the State Department officials work closely with private sector oil and gas companies, pressed other agencies within the Obama administration to commit federal government resources, including technical assistance for locating shale reserves. Now, folks, it's not just fracking. Just last week, you know, uh, our co-host for later tonight, Dean Lorne, I'll, I'll ask him to reiterate this just because of the story, but he mentioned that the U.S. Navy's out there. This is what they're doing out there with the, with all their sonar and stuff that are killing the whales and uh, all the other fish out there. They're looking for oil. They're using government resources to look for oil. 
And what does the government get out of it? What do the taxpayers get out of it? Nothing. The oil companies get all the profit, and then when they all go bankrupt, up the government has to bail them out, and uh, they get all their profits, they don't take any of the losses, and the government goes out and finds them oil. Nice work when you can get it, huh? And distributed agreements with partner nations pledging to help secure investments for new fracking projects. So they're even going to lend them money. The documents also reveal the department's role in bringing foreign dignitaries to a fracking site in Pennsylvania and its plans to make Poland a laboratory for testing whether U.S. success in developing shale gas can be repeated in a different country, particularly in Europe where local governments had expressed opposition and in some cases even banned fracking. The campaign include, included plans to spread the drilling technique to China, South Africa, Romania, Morocco, Bulgaria, Chile, India, Pakistan, Argentina, Indonesia, and the Ukraine. In 2014, Mother Jones reporter Maria Blake, Mariah Blake, used diplomatic cables disclosed by WikiLeaks and other records to uncover how Clinton, quote, sold fracking to the world. The emails obtained by The Intercept through a separate Freedom of Information Act request provide a new layer of detail. The Clinton campaign did not respond to a request for comment. During the April 15th Democratic debate in Brooklyn, New York, Clinton insisted there was no inconsistency between her positions. Question. Okay, Secretary Clinton. As Secretary of State, you also pioneered a program to promote fracking around the world, as you described. Fracking, of course, a way of extracting natural gas. Now, as a candidate for president... You say that by the time you're done with all your rules and regulations, fracking will be restricted in many places around the country. Have you changed your view on fracking? Clinton says, no, well, I don't think I've changed my view on what we need to go, what we need to do to go from where we are, where the world is heavily dependent on coal and oil, but principally coal, to where we need to be which is a clean, renewable energy, and one of the bridge fuels is natural gas. What a load of crap. I mean, really, what a load of crap. So most of the world runs on coal, really, still? I thought it was oil. How come all the money's based on oil? What, what, why do they call it petrodollars? Why, why isn't it called coal dollars if it's principally oil, coal? So natural gas is a bridge fuel. I guess that's how we're going to go from what? Oil to what? To what? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, okay. It's a really long bridge, I guess. You can't even see the other end of it. You know, it's just really long. Uh-huh. Anyway, um... And so, for both economic and environmental and strategic reasons, it was American policy to try to help countries get out from under the constant use of coal, building coal plants all the time. Also, get out from under, especially if you were in Europe, the pressure from Russia. You see, this is the, they're, they're terrified of Russia. 
And Russia hasn't done a darn thing to earn that terror. They do not want to compete with anyone. Remember the quote from John, from John Rockefeller. Competition is a sin. This is their idea. You Rockefeller Republicans, if that's what you call yourself, you're not a Republican at all. You're not even an American. Okay? Sorry. These people are, are not working for your interest at all. Why they're afraid of coal so badly? Because coal is everywhere, and coal is easy to get. You don't have to be an advanced nation with gazillions of dollars to go dig coal. All right, let's see here. Which has been incredibly intense. So, the pressure from Russia. So, we did say natural gas is a bridge. We want to cross that bridge as quickly as possible. Because in order to deal with climate change, we have to move as rapidly as we can. (laughs) Yeah. This goes on and on, and it's more BS from Hillary Clinton. And I'm not going to waste time on it, because really... You know, it's just lies, 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 lies. That's all That's all that woman knows how to tell, and that's why I hate her, because she does nothing but lie. Well, and murder and, you know, all that, but I, I cannot imagine, really honestly. You know, if there is somebody listening to this broadcast who is even considering voting for Hillary Clinton. I I would really like you to call in. And, you know, I just want you to tell us why. I'm not going to bash you. I'm not going to even, I'm I'm hardly going to even talk to you. I just want you to take the opportunity to tell everybody why, because I don't understand. I do not, I do not understand. I don't get it. Hey, a lot of things I can just write off to, ah, people are stupid, ah, people are brainwashed, ah, people are just whatever. This is one of those things that I just, I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand how anybody can even consider voting for Hillary Clinton. Even these dim-witted 20-year-olds out here are smarter than that, okay? And they can barely read and write their names, okay? And they're smarter than that. What's wrong with you people out there supporting Hillary Clinton? Honestly, they took the first thing other than, I mean, they couldn't be Republicans because that would just be wrong because, you know, that's just too far to go. Uh, oh, you gotta, I got to be a oh, socialist. Yeah, great. We love everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but we can't stand Hillary. So, oh, Bernie Sanders. Yeah, there you go. The 80-year-old guy. The candidate of the young people. What? Okay, uh, that's a little bit of a disconnect, but you see, I can at least understand that. And the reason I can understand that is I can understand that, well, you know, I'm on the team. I'm on the Democratic Party team, so, uh, you know, I couldn't possibly be on another team. Uh, And there is no other team except the Republicans, so, um, uh, oh, what? Somebody else? Bernie Sanders? Yeah, I'm for him. Yeah, young people for Bernie. Yeah, that's right. 
Really? Well, I kind of get that. I mean, I don't get the, the whole young people for Bernie thing, seeing as how he's, like, what, 80? But uh, I get the idea that, look, I can't change teams, but I can't vote for Hillary. So anybody, even an old man who's going to stand up there and say, I am a socialist. Sure, you bet. I'll vote for him rather than Hillary. Wow. Uh, You know, wow. (laughs) That's something, don't you think? Anyway, so... More lies from Hillary, and this isn't lies about, you know, a bill or anything like this. This is policy lies, folks. This is not a personal attack, even. This is really, these are things that is part of her job description that she has done. She gets out in front of people and says one thing and goes behind closed doors writing emails doing another thing. This is not national security. You know, they can try to pull that garbage on everybody and say, well, yeah, the reason I lied to you over and over and over again is because, well, uh, you know, uh, yeah, national security. We couldn't let anybody know because of, um, uh, yeah, national security, that's it. All right, well, you know, some things, okay, I get it. You don't want to say where all the nuclear weapons are at out loud. Okay, I get it. National security, okay. I might be able to buy that one. But lying about whether you support fracking or not is is just a lie. You know, and I don't really care if you support fracking or not. I mean, I think there's probably a place for it somewhere. I, I don't know where. Uh, it's It's a very dangerous, environmentally destructive. And this woman actually has the nerve to act as though fracking is somehow better for the environment than digging for coal. Uh, you know, there's another big, fat, lying disconnect there. Because, see, people, and she gets by with it, is because most people don't recognize, they don't realize. How many of you know anything about fracking? I didn't know much about fracking until I looked it up. And they won't even tell you what is in the fracking fluid. It's a, it's a trade secret, don't you know? Well, what the real secret is, is they put every kind of toxic waste that they would have to pay money to dump in that fluid because then they can just use it as fracking fluid and we don't have to, you know, we don't have to pay to use it. It can tell us, it can, it can make us money rather than us having to pay to dump it. It's got radioactive material in it and it is getting into the groundwater. Folks, why do you think you know, this, oh, it's not in the news anymore. Why isn't it in the news anymore? You, you know, Houston, Texas is a pretty big place. Well, they got water wells in Houston, Texas that are coming up radioactive. I wonder how that happened. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a bit. <laughs>
Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Pacific.
place was packed. Twelve o'clock, said the place was packed. When the police knocked, both doors flew back. Kept on rocking, going round and round. Oh, baby, had a crazy sound. And he never stopped rocking. All right, we're back. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It's still Monday, May 23rd, 2016, and it's about 841 out here on the Pacific Time Coast. If that's when it is where you're at, we're live, 800-932-1980. 800-932-1980. That's the call-in number. It is toll-free. And let's see here. You can also go to the chat room located at our website, theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. And uh, you'll see the chat link over on the left-hand side. Click it. Go on in there. Pick a name. Pick a password. It's real easy. You'll have lots of fun. Anyway, so there we have it. And, I, you know, I really am in there, but my name keeps disappearing. I'm not sure why, but it does. I'm redoing it there. Now I'm in there. Anyhow, let's get back to some things and stuff. And was just got done slamming Hillary there, and uh, it's just I could just keep going and going and going about her, but you know, I'm not gonna because there's other things like the VA. Yeah, how many out there like the VA? You think the VA is a good thing? I don't. I think taking care of our veterans is a good thing. I think the VA needs to be shut down. I really do. I I think uh, veterans should be given a card and just, uh, you know, like a credit card with, uh, you know, no limit on it. You know, just for health, just for, you know, you got some kind of problem, take your card, pick a hospital, go on in, they'll accept it, we'll pay for it. How hard is that? I mean, you know, they do it with Medicare, they do it with Medicaid, they do it with everything else. Why does the veterans have to go to this dirtbag, flea-infested catastrophe we call the VA? Oh, and it's not just the dimwits from foreign countries that work there. Folks, yeah, have you been to a VA? Have you called the VA? Have you tried to communicate with anybody in a VA? You will be lucky to find somebody that speaks English in one of these places. But, hey, he, the VA secretary, oh, yeah, he can uh, he can speak English all right. He probably wishes he didn't know how to speak English at this time, but, uh, well, he does, and he said some things. Veterans Affairs Secretary Robert McDonald on Monday compared the length of time veterans wait to receive health care at the VA 
to the length of time people wait for rides at Disneyland and said his agency shouldn't use wait times as a measure of success because Disney doesn't either. What? <laughs> what are you doing? Really? Oh, oh, okay. So Disney doesn't do it, so why should we? Because we're the magical, uh, you know, Veterans Administration. Right. What? Yeah, when you got... When you got to Disney, do they measure the number of hours you wait in line? Or what's important? What's important is, what's your satisfaction with the experience? Really? Well, you know, I would, uh, you know, I would bet there's a whole lot more people dying waiting in line at the VA than there are at Disney. Not to say that there's nobody probably never died in line at Disney. I'm just saying that I think there's a lot more people dying in line at the Veterans Administration than they are at Disney. And plus, you know what? You go to Disney on vacation. You know, guy, I've never met anybody who went to the VA on vacation. Boy, I've got a couple of weeks to kill. I think I'll head on over to the VA. Well, actually, I did that, but, you know, other than me, I don't know of very many people who did anything like that, and this VA happened to have a very nice golf course. It was, anyway, different story. But anyhow, really, this is what this guy is saying. Can you imagine? This is his answer? Well, why should the VA worry about wait times? Disney doesn't. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Disney's not happy with this either. Yeah. Not that they're any good either. I, I mean, I don't, I don't like Disney. Uh, I would never spend a dime there. But uh, I think I like them better than the VA. Um, you know, they might molest kids at Disney, but they kill a lot less people, I'm pretty sure, than the VA does. The VA has, you know, really got quite a death count going on. You know, Hillary Clinton are, really ought to run the place. I mean, she's, you know, would be a perfect fit. World's most famous theme park company has joined the chorus of voices condemning remarks by Department of Veterans Affairs Secretary Robert McDonald on Monday. The VA secretary used Disney theme parks, blah, blah, blah. Um, several hours later, Disney joined the many critics, and uh, they, they said this is deeply offensive. because not, not because of anything at the VA, but because Disney says... We take wait times very seriously, a company spokesman told uh, the Independent Journal. A large team of highly trained industrial engineers are tasked with improving our guests' experience, from transportation to guest flow to ride comfort and certainly wait times. Hey, can the VA say that? Does the VA have highly trained industrial engineers tasked with improving their guests' experiences? I don't think so. In contrast to the VA, the famous theme park care about both wait times and making sure that guests enjoy themselves while they are waiting, Disney insisted. Uh, as for why the VA would single out the entertainment theme park company, there was some official cons- consternation. I don't know. This company was founded by veterans. Roy, Roy Disney, an officer in the U.S. Navy, and Walt drove an ambulance in France assisting service members directly after World War One. Yeah, well, you know, so there you go. 
more stupidity out of Washington, D.C. and the Obama administration. You know, and they, really, and they, they've got something to say about Donald Trump? <laughs> really? At least when he spouts off and says things, you know, most of the time it makes sense. This is like, what? Okay, so let me get this straight. You're comparing the VA to Disney World? Really? Wow, I wonder if the Secretary of Veterans Affairs has ever, ever, ever walked into a VA facility anywhere. Because, you know, Disney World is not the first thing that comes to mind when you walk into one of these places. Really, I, I gotta say. Maybe I'm wrong. Hey, maybe you're maybe you're a veteran and you're having the Disney World experience when you go to the VA. Call in, let us all know. Wow, it, it, it's imagine though if well imagine if Donald Trump would have said something like that. He would have been that would have been the end of it. Anyway, so. <laughs> Disney World. That's just great. But, you know, because Americans are not really accustomed to somebody telling them the truth in a way that isn't sugar-coated all the time, you know, Donald Trump has his own problems with favorability ratings. You know, some people don't like him. And that's that's what a favorability rating really is. It's got nothing to do with, you know, your position on issues or anything like that. It's just do people like you or they don't like you. That's that's it. Well, you know, and then they they, you know, they melt it down a little bit and go, "Well, what about economy? Do you like them? Do you not like them?" Uh, foreign policy, do you like them, do you not like them? You know, that's basically the favorability uh, things. And, uh, you know, Donald Trump's got his problems, and so does Hillary. Actually, Hillary is having more problems. Donald probably had more unfavorability uh, most of this election cycle than anybody. But yet, you know, it's, it's, okay, so... I think maybe we need to look at favorability ratings and see, well, how valuable are they really? Because, okay, now here's a guy who's gotten more votes than any Republican in any primary in history. Okay? Um, who they kept saying, he can't win, he can't win, he can't win, he can't win. Flash in the pan, he'll be gone. And, and he's going to be the Republican nominee. Well... He has bad favor, but you know, okay, how bad is that? How what does it mean? Nobody likes you, but everybody votes for you. Really, really? That is that how it's going? Well, anyway, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and business mogul—they keep coming up with different names of him. Business mogul, not businessman. He's not a businessman. He's a mogul. Donald Trump are tied in the battleground state of Virginia. A Roanoke College poll released Monday states, the poll found that while support for the presumptive nominees was split, both candidates suffered from low favorability ratings. Both the likely Democratic nominee and the presumptive... See, 
she's the likely Democratic nominee, and he's the presumptive Republican. Hmm. Anyway, both of them saw 38% of support among those surveyed. Just 30% of the people polled had a favorable view of Clinton, and 50% had an unfavorable view. Ratings of Trump were even lower, with 23 of likely voters surveyed saying they had a favorable view of him, and 56 saying their view of the real estate mogul was unfavorable. So, you know, this is not, this is not great. Everybody likes to be liked, but... Hey, as long as you vote for me, who really cares, huh? All right, here's a little bit of uh, news that, you know, you probably already ought to know this. But for those of you that don't, this article starts, you might already know that I'm not a big fan of certain non-fermented soy products. The results of newly published study on the effects of soy formula on the reproductive systems of mice only underscores how bad they can be for the body. Why I bring this up is because a lot of people, especially vegans, you know, who don't eat meat, they don't eat eggs even, they don't have anything except vegetables and uh, soy they consider a vegetable, which uh, you're making a big mistake, okay? Sucking down the tofu, sucking down all the other soy products, sucking down the crap that looks like meat made out of soy. Hey, what's the point of being a vegan, eh? You want meat? Why don't you just go get some meat? Oh, that wouldn't be right. I see. So you can eat soy crap infested with all kinds of chemicals to make it taste like meat. And that's okay, right? Uh huh. Anyway, in this particular study, newborn mice were fed soy formula mixed with a plant derived, uh, isoflavon called genestine. Isoflavoins occur naturally in a number of legumes, including soybeans. And while many types of isoflavones are rich in antioxidants and other helpful compounds, genestine specifically has been connected to a wide range of serious health concerns such as cancer and, as this article points out, reproductive abnormalities. Researchers fed the mice a concentration of 50 milligrams of uh, per kilogram of uh, gynestine enriched formula via pepit in combination with nursing directly from their mother. The control, the con- control group was fed unenriched formula that contained only trace amounts of gynestine and nursed as well. Regular blood samples were taken from both groups to ensure that gynestine concentrations were minimal in the control group and comparable to those found in human infants in the experimental group. What are the negative effects of soy formula consumption? The effects of exposure were measured at five days and again at four months to simulate late infancy and early adulthood in humans. The control group was observed to already have a number of reproductive abnormalities by the first test. The first test is five days. Later, the frequency of reproductive cycles in adult females was measured along with pregnancy rate, birth weight, and litter size, as well as overall sex ratio of their offspring. 
By day five, the impact of gynestine exposure on the thymus glands of the mice in the experimental group was determined to have resulted in a 28% reduction in average weight. Average uterine weight showed an increase of 41% and a significant reduction of pro progesterone receptors in the uterine lining. These effects were ultimately found to extend the time between windows of fertility in the adult mice, resulting in a lower number of total offspring produced. Mice are one of nature's most proficient breeders, and while this study is only a small step forward better understanding the long-term effects of soy consumption in humans, the noticeable lowering of their reproduction rate makes a strong and unsettling point. Yes, it does, doesn't it? And now let's look at how, how much is soy pushed? Not only to vegans in their in their tofu crap and all these other, uh, you know, simulated meats that, of course, oh, well, we don't want meat, but uh, give me that simulated meat made out of vegetables. As long as it's vegetables, it can taste and look and feel just like meat. <laughs> anyway, it's not just them. Baby formula. What about baby formula, folks? Here's a baby. You wonder why there's so many fags growing up? Why there's so many feminized little girls running around that ought to be boys? Huh? While their bodies are developing, you're feeding them something that is destroying their reproductive organs. Wow, this is not good, huh? Well, if I was you folks, I'd stay away from soy. Uh, you know, and, and like I say, soy, meaning as in, you know, you got a soybean, you're going to ground it up and eat it in some way. I don't mean like soy sauce or soy lecithin or, or even other, other things that soy can be used for. Because a lot of these other things, well, uh, fermented soy, I don't think has the same, um, uh, effects to tell you the truth. And, um, the other amounts of soy are pretty much, uh, in small enough doses, I'd say that, you know, it's going to probably not be as bad. And plus, things derived, okay, from soy are not soy. Okay, that, that's something to understand about everything. When you say, well, okay, this was derived from this and derived from that, well, that doesn't mean it's that. Just like, okay, these chemicals that the pharmaceuticals pump your way, they were derived from crude oil, okay? But they're not crude oil. They were just derived from crude oil. See? Uh, like uh, sodium chloride, table salt, bad stuff, not good for you. You know, squeeze your arteries shut, give you a heart attack, aneurysms, cause you bad problems, too much salt, real bad. Well, it's not really salt. See, sodium chloride is derived from salt. Meaning, we start with salt and we take everything out but the sodium chloride and now you have what they call table salt, which isn't really salt. So, it's not the same, you know, but... Be careful, nevertheless. Soy is a dangerous thing, and it, it's not really for consumption. It's high 
got real high protein, but there's a big, big, bad trade-off with that protein. Anyway, I'm going to take a break here. We'll be back in just a little bit. For those of you that can't make it to the second hour, well, thanks for listening. And those of you that can, we'll see you in a few. Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
4886. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Damn, what other 
people think. What do you think about that? All right, good evening all. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It's still Monday, May 23rd, 2016, but now it's about eight and a half minutes after 9 p.m., and those of you out there know if it's 9 p.m., it's usually Monday night because that's the night we do two hours and we have a co-host. But first, go to theamericanvoice.com or AmericanVoiceRadio.com. You will see the chat link over on the left-hand side. Click it, pick a name, pick a password, head on in there. You'll have a great time. You can also contact me directly if you use Yahoo Instant Messenger. My screen name is AVRN Talk. All right, well, let's bring Dean Lauren on, who's coming to us live from New York City. Welcome, Dean, and, you know... Get get would you get with the twenty first century? I mean, I hear paper rattling over there. Is that a sound effect or is that real paper? It's called being prepared. And yes, Frank, have you thought about committing suicide lately? No. Well, you should. <laughs> okay. Everybody in Russia is about doing it. Thank you. Tonight is the top. <laughs> 10 AVR list. Oh, good. I like lists. Okay, that's right. That's why you can hear the paper rattling. And, of course, this show is dedicated to the number one on the list, Moshe Yalon, who has brought the Israeli Likud to their knees by resigning from the defense minister position as well as in this set under Netanyahu and is forcing an entire government reshuffle in Israel and massive financial debt. As they say in Israel, this is really shocking. <laughs> he actually, we're going to talk about him, but he actually called out Netanyahu as a threat to Israeli national security. All right. Love that, Moshe. And then, uh, number two, the Green 20. The 20 state attorney generals who are pursuing Enron, Exxon, with Al Gore to rip off and get more money. They are actually funded and controlled by the Likud. Did you know that? I did not. And here are the list of, let me count, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. 13, what a great number. Of 13 House of Representatives that are championing the United States. 
Representative Lamar Smith, Frank DeLucas, James Sensebrenner, Diana Robacher, Randy Neubauer, Mo Brooks, needs a new fax machine, Bill Posey, Jim Brindishstein, Randy Weber, Representative John Moulinar, Representative Brian Babin, Barry Loudermilk, Ralph Lee Abrams, and we'll give a little shout out to Eddie Bernice Johnson. So these are the House of Representatives who are questioning the state attorney general's political strong arm concerning climate control. Hmm. All right. Interesting. We'll talk more in depth about that. They, these 20 or these 13 House of Representatives are fighting for America. We support them. I support them. Three, the Clinton superdelegates. A trail of Madoff money, opium, and real estate laundered money. You know, oh, you, my Lord. you bring up the Madoff money, and I was just reading earlier today that, you know, Emily's list is not, they haven't shut that thing down. They're, they're, still, they're still out there, and they're still raising money, and they're still supporting Hillary Clinton, and they're still doing what they were doing. They have to. They have all that money off of the British Virgin Islands that they got to haul in. All right? They are part of the laundering machine. Number four. Oh, my God. Tonight is a Likard party night <laughs> because it turns out that Netanyahu is behind the Rikers Island flip to make it a casino. Now, you know that Cuomo is owned by the Buffalo Mafia, the Mangano family. I did. And uh, he was being uh, pursued with charges by the Likud party that, you know, owns and controls uh, Chuck Schumer and Preet Bahara and Eric Schneiderman and Cyrus Vance Jr., who is the DA of Manhattan. Preet Bahara is the Southern District of New York big policeman, district uh, attorney general. And, uh, of course, Eric Schneiderman is the corrupt New York State Attorney General. And it turns out, so the Likud Party is actually forcing de Blasio by trying to uh, convict him of uh, taking uh, donations, campaign donations, in exchange for flipping real estate deals. And they're trying to force de Blasio to permit New York City to sell Rikers Island to a consortium of Israelis so that they can flip it into a casino so it'll be a twin to the JFK Aqueduct Casino combination, airport casino combination. And this would be LaGuardia Rikers Island Casino. Can the and, can the inmates at least stay and work as slaves there? No, no, they got to leave. Oh man! And so see, what a rip! Now, see, Cuomo was strong armed just before to get the state monies to redevelop all the LaGuardia Airport. See the 
So first they went for Cuomo to do LaGuardia, and now they're going for de Blasio to get Rikers for the casinos. Number five, Diane Sawyer, the big hooch for the Likud party. Yes, she is. Oh, Lord, she's on the payroll. She did the Rikers Island. Big inside story, how we got to shut it down, make it a casino. Except for one thing. She didn't do the Carrick airstrip out on the southeast end of the island, right behind the women's prison next to the athletic running field. How could Diane Sawyer miss the airstrip? That looks like a road. And, uh, and I think at this point we have to say to everybody, Diane Sawyer, you're such a dumb blonde. Yeah, go sit down, Diane. What they were doing was shipping the heroin from to JFK, and from JFK they were shipping it over to LaGuardia by air so it doesn't go out of customs to Marine Terminal A, which is the old Butler Aviation Field, you know, where Sinatra used to bring in all the, the heroin and the cash. No, I didn't, know that, uh, Sinatra, I didn't know that Sinatra. I didn't know was uh, trafficking in heroin myself. Oh yeah, they used to traffic all the time. Sammy Davis Jr. All the Rat Pack, and so they used Butler Aviation Fields and Scadden uh, and Flom were the, the the lawyers that like you know covered them on the heroin move. So what they do is they bring the heroin into Marine Terminal A, which is now part of LaGuardia, and it is also the commuter jump to Boston. So this is how the whole Boston heroin uh, uh, consortium was going with New York through Marine Terminal A. But the, course, money, the money didn't come out of Boston into New York to pay for the heroin? I'm sure it did with the Ponzi scheme. I mean, they were all moving it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the question is, you know, was Boston bringing in their own heroin from Canada? Probably a little bit, but I would say that New York was shipping the bulk to Boston. Well, they got a bigger, you know, they got they got more opportunity in New York for that. Well, I mean, they couldn't touch them in New York because then when the heroin would hit Rikers Island, uh, well, once it was in LaGuardia at Marine Terminal A, they would move it over to the main strip in LaGuardia and send it to a secret tunnel like they do have to have in the Gaza and over over in Arizona that McCain runs all the secret yeah, tunnels. Yeah, yeah, at the border. Uh-huh. And they had that little secret tunnel in Rikers, and then they would bring up the heroin in Rikers and then deliver it through armored cars to all of William Commissioner NYPD Bratton's uh, precinct houses. And now Commissioner Bratton is now saying, Marijuana is the scourge of all the crime in New York City, not <laughs> a massive heroin epidemic. So when all these guys, ju- I mean, I was just listening to a heroin app, uh, uh, addict the other day crying that they went on a bender and spent all their money from their paycheck. And then we're going to go out and rob these little old people in the Bronx. So, I mean. People on marijuana don't have jonesing. Of, of, I'm sorry. People don't know what jonesing is. Withdrawals. Yeah. And, you know, and they used to feed all the uh, heroin addicts chocolate eclairs. You know how you get the Entenmann's day-old bakery goods donated to all the, the poverty places? Well, on a good day, I remember, yeah. 
Well, they would used to put all the chocolate ones for all the heroin addicts on um, Thompson Square, which is like Avenue A and 7th. And they got really pissed off when I videotaped them one time, giving all the addicts chocolate, day-old chocolate uh, pastries. So it would, right at sundown, so it would trigger the whole opium, you know, need to buy and score and to, you know, go out and uh, commit a crime. So I, we'll didn't know, I didn't know chocolate did that. Oh, yeah, especially at sundown because the sugar withdrawal triggers everything. Of course, now, number seven is the Rockefeller Philippine oil fields. It turns out the drugs, the opiums from Afghanistan flooding the Philippines. The new president is actually a drug lord. Isn't that interesting? I'm shocked, shocked, I tell you. Ireland with the U.S. Treasuries. What corporations, because you know Ireland is dirt poor, and it's only this tax thing which is going to propel the British exit out of the European Union when Ireland gets caught up in all this money laundering with U.S. treasuries without paying taxes. You know, this is your Facebook, this is your Google, this is your Monsanto. These are all your Ireland, Ireland, what we call offshore corporations, which are totally illegal in the EU. Now that they know the price of all those treasuries. Number nine, Japan is dead in the water by South Korea. Cars are piling up. Fukushima is glowing. I understand that Obama is considering traveling to Fukushima. Oh, good. Let's buy him a ticket. <laughs> Let's smear him with pig fat so that the radiation <laughs> and boric acid in pig fat so that, you know, he, he will the, the little radiation gamma rays won't get him. But that's all right. We got a dosimeter attached to his yin-yang. So, you know, we can we can count all that now. People are talking about the Wigner effect with all these planes that are breaking up. And what we do is have, uh, it's not, it, it is the radiation that is breaking up all the planes' infrastructures, you know, their, their skeleton structures. Wait a minute. The Wigner, I've never heard of that. The Wigner effect? Yes, it's the Wigner effect. Well, It actually has to do with the that? amount of radiation in, in, in the atmosphere and the fact that these planes are, basically aluminum composites right and it's the microwaves from these all these cell phones that are causing the aluminum to break down because the uh, microwaves are absorbed by the aluminum and then they travel down so where the aluminum meets the the plastic fittings or the other rubber fittings that's where you're having the deterioration in the planes I hadn't heard anything about that. That actually seems to make sense to me. And uh, I, I have another question about the radiation in aeroplanes. Uh, seeing as how they fly much higher in the atmosphere than where we are, isn't the radiation levels higher up there? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, they are. Okay. And they're not damped by the water uh, of vapor. Uh, so now, number 10 is it's official. 
Russia now controls the Bank of London. <laughs> they now have total blackmail control over all those upper lords of the house in their kinky black garters underneath their pinstripe trousers. Hmm. Yes, it appears that the prostitutes and drugs are loose in the lords of London. And they are all on, and little boys and little girls, and they're all on videotapes. And Russia has all this information. I'm sure it's going to be on Russia TV today. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we have to go to our music, and we're dedicating tonight's song to Mush Yalan, who has brought the Israeli Likud Netanyahu's political party to its knees. And as they say, it's a shocker. God bless you, Mosh Yaon. God bless. Hit it, Frank. All right. We'll be back in a few. She wanna 
pillow fight in the middle of the night. She wanna drive my bands with five of her friends. She wanna creep past the block, spying again. She wanna roll with Jay, chase Kios away. She wanna fight with lame chicks, blow my day. She wanna inspect the rest, kick me to the curb. If she find one strand ahead longer than her, she wanna love in the jacuzzi, uh-huh. rub up in the movie, uh-huh. access to the old crib, keys to the new. She wanna answer the phone, tattoo her arm. That's when I gotta send her back to her mom. She call me heartbreaker when we apart. It makes her want a piece of paper, scribble down. I hate ya, but she knows she loves Jay because she loves everything Jay say Jay does. And, uh, have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. 
have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It is May 23rd, Monday. It's about 9.35 out here on the Pacific Time Coast. And 9.35, you know this is the second hour on Monday evenings, and you know what that means, don't you? Yep, that means we got Dean Lauren here from New York City, or he is residing in New York City. He's actually from someplace, if it can be Someplace even worse than New York City. He's from the Washington, D.C. area. Welcome, Dean. 
We call it the big res. Yeah. Okay. The big res. Now we have good news. And oh, first of all, who was that music? Oh, my, uh, my, uh, Moby Grape. Oh, really? Yep. Hmm. I hey, never heard of them. Okay. Hey, Grandma. I mean, I mean, I haven't listened to their music. Yeah, they're kind of psychedelic from the '60s. They had they had a few hits. They have some really good songs, but they they yeah, I recognize them. Yeah. Really big, you know. They weren't really huge, but they were okay. And uh, my song was Jay Z and Mariah Carey because we love everything most say most do. That's yeah, right. well, I, I I knew there was a Jay Z in, in there because uh, you know he mentions himself any chance he gets that you know <laughs> I'm wonderful, I'm great, I'm the greatest because nobody seems to realize how great I really am. Yeah, uh huh. Him and that okay. other guy, Kane West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So listen, we have good news and bad news. Which do you want first? Give me the bad news. The bad news is that I can no longer support Donald Trump. Okay. Because he's now made an alliance with Rudy Giuliani. I told you. The man who has much destroyed the school system in New York City in order to bring in charter schools. To offer the property. Uh, you know, I mean, I I think Rudy Giuliani as mayor of New York destroyed a lot more than just the schools. I mean, yeah, you can add that to the list, but man, civil rights, Forty uh, Second Street, that whole area. Come on, I mean, this guy turned, this guy turned New York City into Berlin. A concentration camp because Berlin is kind of cool. But, yeah, he did, you know, and he's probably exactly who uh, Moshe Alon was talking about when he resigned, you know, because I, I wouldn't be surprised if Netanyahu has Rudy on his cabinet advisors, you know. So, anyway, the good news is that Justice Andrew Hainan in the Obamacare lawsuit has ordered that all the Justice Department attorneys who misrepresented openly and lied in court have to take judicial ethic courses. I read that. They got to yes. take like a three or four uh, hour class every year. <laughs> Not, yeah. Okay. I, I, Lying is bad. Bad, bad, well, bad. I remember that in Fordham. I actually took ethics from um, Mary somebody who ended up, you know, being the dean of Brooklyn Law School. But she was so corrupt. But anyway, so in honor of that, I have to read my letter that I wrote to the Time Warner President Glenn Britt today and Time Warner General Counsel Mark Lawrence, as well as uh, Carter Communication General Counsel Rick Deckhouse. Because it turns out that the city attorneys were openly lying to Judge Pauley, who, of course, everybody now knows, was part of the brutal beatdown of Lydia Radin in, outside his chambers. Uh, his deputy law clerk, Kyle Wood, who actually got involved in the beatdown and the, uh, you know, in the secret ex parte conversations with uh, Judge uh, Magistrate Peck in the little chambers, and I'm watching all this, has disappeared. So he can't be subpoenaed or called. Mm. So Kyle Wood, deputy law clerk of Judge Pauley, has purposely disappeared from the courthouse so 
he can't be called in as a witness to the brutal beatdown and connect Judge Pauly to Al D'Amato with the public access sale of Time Warner to Charter. So I'll read this to you, this letter. It's very short. Okay. Dear Time Warner President Glenn Britt, Time Warner General Counsel Mark Lawrence, Apple Fum, and Charter Communication General Counsel Rick Deckhouse and Mayor de Blasio, care of Valerie Berlin and Jonathan Rosen and Emma Wolf. I am soon to be a plaintiff in a lawsuit in the federal lawsuit of M&N producers against M&N, Gail Brewer, Manhattan Borough President representing the city, and may add Time Warner's Mr. Britt and Charter's Mr. Thomas Rutledge, both CEOs, as plaintiffs based on the misrepresentations made by city attorneys and M&N lawyers to Judge Pauley, just like in the case with Hanan, whose deputy clerk now hides for participating in the brutal beating of Lydia Radin outside Pauley's chambers in front of Ronald Perry's face and witnessed by Dean Lauren directly after the M&N hearing on January 28, 2016. Mayor de Blasio, that Gail Brewer has taken money in exchange for her political campaigns is consideration in signing off as city council and Manhattan Borough president for public, public access properties, channels, and real estate being sold, and to use those monies to campaign against you is intolerable. Simply put, Gail Brewer and those involved in the Charter Time Warner sale seek to have you removed to engage in casino entertainment with properties soon to be acquired from the city, Rikers Island, with attorney Robert Schumer of Paul Weiss and brother of Senator Chuck Schumer, who helped sell Channel 57 in 2013 to Al Gore's Fusion Company, who then flipped it for $60 million overnight to Al Jazeera without telling producers about the Channel 57 sale and structured the Comcast proposed sale and current sale package with $400 million in fees just to Robert Schumer. Mayor de Blasio, when Robert Schumer, Senator Charles Schumer's brother, is ordered to produce all the sales documents of M&M properties and license transfer, you, Mayor de Blasio, are going to receive the blame for Al D'Amato's deal to create a gaming franchise from the public access franchise. Mayor de Blasio, Kyle Wood, Judge Pauly's deputy law clerk, has flown the coop because he was Judge Pauly's agent in the beatdown cover-up. Corporation counsel knows what I want to settle, my soon-to-be-docketed claims. We have a good relationship, Mayor de Blasio. Let's keep you in office. Mayor de Blasio, save M&M from Gail Brewer and Robert Schumer. Your attorney from the city can reach me at the email enclosed. Thank you to everyone who has had to put up with Gail Brewer, Robert Schumer, and Eminem's actions to create as former Israeli Defense Minister Moshiaon recently described as the sacrifice of national needs and the security of Israel's citizens for the sake of political considerations or personal interests. Just say no to Gail Brewer as mayor of New York. CEO Britt and Rutledge, you are on notice and have been on notice 
of the atrocities committed at Eminem to achieve this gaming franchise at the sacrifice of a public access franchise by banning producers without hearings and the secret sale of Eminem channels and real estate for profit. Thank you again, everyone. Peace out. Dean Lauren. So that was my letter to the CEOs of Time Warner and Charter. Peace out. Yeah. What are you, like a hippie? <laughs> I'm down with the people, Frank. I'm down with the people. So now, is there anything you need to talk about? Because we can go right into Charter's communication and the gaming franchise without the motto. Nah, the, uh, the there's nothing I, I need to talk about. Okay, so let's talk about uh, the attorney generals, the 20 of them that uh, are filing against Exxon with the Rockefeller Fund Group and who are on the payroll of Netanyahu. Uh, They're all getting the Madoff money. They all got the Madoff money in their campaigns to be attorney generals. All right? So So I find it amusing. So I actually filed a letter with uh, the Science and Technology Committee of the House of Rep- uh, House of Representatives. That was, of course, Representative Lamar Smith and Lucas and Senator Brenner and Roar Brocker and Nurbauer and the rest of them. Uh, because I I asked them today that I wanted to test testify to the criminal nature and acts of Eric Schneiderman and Lisa Barbieri as accessories to the Madoff Ponzi scheme thefts of probate courts in New York City from 1993 to 2016. And they said, oh, sure, we'd love to have you testify. Well, you know, they wrote this rather harsh letter to the (laughs) Attorney General Schneiderman and the other 19 uh, Attorney Generals that are jumping on the bandwagon to get this quick money to shake down Exxon because they have totally infiltrated their communication systems and uh, illegally and have all this stuff down clandestinely, these memos and all this stuff. But the point is that this whole Madoff thing that of which I'm an executor for, Eric Schneiderman has the documents that show that the guardianship was fake. It was manufactured. And he's refusing to step forward. But yet he wants to go shake down Exxon. Would I testify on Capitol Hill, the place of my birth, the big res? Of course I would. I'd ask for Schneiderman to be thrown in a federal penitentiary for lying. Is that a crime anymore, lying in Washington, D.C.? I mean, I thought that was like a job description. It is when you're trying to shake down Exxon. Oh, yeah, okay. cash. You know, clearly they're trying to put Exxon into bankruptcy so that they can avoid all the environmental claims that are going to come out against them. Well, that's true. Exxon has had a couple of missteps over the years. So, Well, the Exxon Valdez, the Exxon uh, thing in, in New York with the Newtown Creek, the big, you know, massive spill there. So Wasn't there something else out out west here just not... Not too long ago, too. That's right. That Exxon was involved in. I, I remember reading that and thinking, geez, you know, the Valdez, now this, and <laughs> these guys got problems. Right. So what the Rockefeller Fund Group is, they're acting like, oh, we're the big environmentalist groups, when in fact they are 
working behind the scenes with Exxon to put them in bankruptcy because once they go into bankruptcy, they're not held liable. Oh, and well, all right, right. I know. those uh, contracts and everything uh, are dissolved. Yeah, gee, sorry, we're bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, this is exactly what Charter Communication is going to do. They're going to come in and buy Time Warner. They're going to take over all these cable contracts with municipalities across the country that use the cable systems for billing. Then Charter, which, by the way, doesn't pay their uh, employees and has, in fact, thousands of lawsuits against them for non-payment, is going to go bankrupt. And then probably Magistrate Peck down in the Southern District of New York in his bankruptcy court, is probably going to put him up for sale. And then the Likud party is going to buy charter communication assets in bankruptcy, and all those contracts that said the city will pay this, this, and this, and have this public access channel, this, this, and this, will be dissolved. And the Likud party with Netanyahu will say, now we're going to charge you all those silver and gold coins that you have to give over when you have your firstborn to the rabbis. Okay? That's what they're going to do. They're going to charge outrageous rates. They're going to block the gates for Internet traffic. Do we need this as American citizens to be a colonial empire or an asset of Israel? This business about the cable companies now, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Because I'm old, and I remember... You're an old Jew like the guy in Cabaret, they say. Actually, I am the master race. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, I'm old anyhow. But I remember a time before cable. And I remember when they came up with cable, and if I'm not mistaken, one of the stipulations for them to say, well, okay... You can use all the power poles, you can dig all the ditches, you can, you know, you can lay your cable on public right-of-ways, was that you provide public access, television stations. Uh, Was that not part of the deal? That was part of the deal, and that's the part of the deal they're trying to kill. And in fact, like Amy Goodman of Democracy Now!, she's taken over... Two hours, an hour in the morning and an hour in prime time, five days a week, illegal on public access to promote that, quote, democracy, which is really an autocracy of Hillary Clinton. Clinton. That's right. That's what it is. That's the Al Gore, Hillary Clinton. Now, they may have split, but that's how it started. Uh, It was their little thing, their little, uh, you know, propaganda uh, TV station. That's exactly what they are. I remember fact, I I had I never had cable here, but I did have uh you know, Dish Network, which is the satellite, which is everything on cables on there. And uh, you know, Democracy Now was one of these really sleazy type of things that you know what they would do? I'm sure you're aware of this, but maybe the people out there aren't. When they're running a pledge drive they have some of the most outstanding television. They have some great documentaries and really good stuff. But man, when they are not having a pledge drive, they are running the 
the the as liberal as you can imagine propaganda agenda to the hill. And see, as a producer at MNN, you know, I do live bands and stuff. Mm-hmm. They would cancel my show and put on something that was like promoting Charlie Rangel or some kind of Democratic get out the vote with uh, 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 Gar- uh, Get Hard, who's uh, on the Fusion channel now. Uh, I-, I remember they took the night that Obama was being reelected in 2012. They actually took my studio and threw me into the close. I had to fight to get a studio space. And they had all these, quote unquote, socialists like Rick Unger, all taken over the studios with like uh, Get Hard. And um, I wasn't even able to broadcast and I had to fight my way in to get in. And I have, a, I have, I have an all black show. So we have my nigger in the White House getting reelected, and we have all these white kids out there trying to get all the college kids to vote across America so that they can get their people in, all these offices. And I look at them and I said, you piece of trash. You know, you could have asked me to get out the vote, and I could have got it out even better because the people have more respect for me than they do for Rich Gethard, you know, who who's, I don't know who's promoting him, but he is to get out the college vote. So for, I hate to say it for all you conservative Republicans, you got to start watching public access because when it comes time for the, the elections, they start taking over the channels and pump, pump the vote to get their people in. And it's illegal because they're not paying for it where everybody else on TV has to pay for it. Right. Right. Okay. And that and that isn't what you know, I, I was I looked into actually uh I'm not sure if we called it public access, but it's exactly what you described. And and, and here our uh our studios for our local thing is at the college. That's where the studios are at. Oh, how how surprising is that? Yeah, well, yeah. And um uh, you know, it was this was long ago, and it was uh, like they do things like they have cameras, permanent cameras, in the yeah. uh, county commissioners' meeting hall, and they record that, and they they you know they play it on there. Nobody watches it, but it's on there. This is some of the things public access does, and you know they were pretty fair about when I called them and asked them about well, what do you got to do to you know put together a TV show and they were actually pretty fair about it you couldn't do anything commercial but you know as far as, as far as I'm concerned I mean democracy now is pretty commercial it's very and what's more it's political and they're taking up an entire hour from 7 to 8 prime time Monday through Friday so as my settlement claim I've asked to run a youth live music show for bands to come in from 7 to 7.30, one day a week. I used to do Monday afternoons because they wouldn't give me, like, after, uh, I did it from 4.30 to 5. Because, and then they lied about how they put me in Studio One. They actually had me in the closed studio, and they were rigging my, my bookings to make it look like I was in Studio One permanently, 
And then they turned a fast one when they wanted to bring in this Tibetan political hack. And they threw me with a seven-piece band into a closed studio, which can only hold four pieces. I was livid with Jeanette Santiago, who lied to me. And Corey Bryce and all these people. They they do it constantly. So, folks, like they say, politics is a knockdown, drug-out fight, but public access is not about politics. Okay. No, it was, you know, like I mentioned, it was part of the deal. How are they getting, I mean, how are they justifying that, you know, look, this was the deal. Now, do you want to go out there? Do you want to go out there and tear up all your cable? Because if you'd like to do, you know, something else, you'd like to change the deal, then that's what we're going to change the deal. You get out there and you tear up every last bit of cable you put down. But you see, Charlie Rangel, you know, from Harlem, was the one who helped put that deal through with Percy Sutton. And Charlie Rangel is the House of Representative, and his district is Rikers Island. I know, because I used to run as a joke against Charlie Rangel every year that he came up for election when I was in Spanish Harlem. And I walked the entire district, and Rikers was my district. And so when they're going to flip Rikers, Charlie Rangel is going to become the new lobbyist like Al D'Amato. It's going to be Kashing, Kashing, Kashing. All right? And everybody should know that the government education channels were sold to Bloomberg and Fox Sports. They said that they weren't producing anything important, except for crosswalks was purposely not producing any education channels. In fact, Rudy Giuliani made it a point not to put textbooks in or licensed teachers like Rosa Silver. He had all these phantom teachers in there that were sex bunnies servicing the principals, getting paid $23,000 a year just to show up where they were, but they were billing as if they were teachers with masters and 25 years experience. So the UFT would cut checks for uh, $78,000 a year and it would come through the district office and then they would cut a check for 23 and then the other check for 55 would go into the, would go to pay off everybody to keep quiet. That's the big United Federation of Teachers, deep, dark secret in New York City with Randy Weingarten. They were ripping off $2 billion a year from all the special ed kids. There was a $4 billion budget, and Randy Weingarten and the UFT were stealing the $2 billion. I wonder how many go? other I wonder how many other places and I don't mean big places like Chicago cuz I'm sure that it's going on in Chicago North Carolina I can name them North Carolina Kansas California um uh Chicago uh we had a whole list of all the cities oh San Diego um and uh St. Louis uh, everywhere where there was this crisis of inner city kids, you can bet that they were stealing the special ed monies because they had all the poor kids zoned, and we called it zoned, mm-hmm. special ed. 
They were the ones given Ritalin and, you know, they would withhold the Ritalin uh, uh, like the, for the month of September and it would cause the kids to go into violent withdrawal. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.